0: I'm Jacob. And I'm Jeremy. And, Ooh, I just stubbed my toe. Yeah,
1: man, I, I really hate when that happens. It just sucks. I know. I'm, I'm going to write a letter to Satan about it right now. It Satan? Like, why, why? Why would you do that? Who else do you think is responsible? Fair point. Solomon Hutch. Lock Talk Radio.
2: Welcome to the Solomon Hutch Show right here on Blog Talk Radio in the room. Let's My travel goodness. Internet ministry. What? It's time. It's it's, it's here. Time. All that all that plugging for this all show, what? it's here. Yes, all that all that work, all that marketing, everything, and here we are on Blog Talk Radio and... And? There's an and. And you stream. And we do not yeah. know if they're going to go together. Nope, no idea. We, but we if you want see. to see some
1: awesome faces, then... Go to Be my
2: guest. Go to soloandhutch.com. S A L O A N D H U T C H soloandhutch.com. We are live at uh, the Tiger Talker Invitational right here in La Junta High School in La Hunta, Colorado. I would high five you guys across the room. Jacob, but I don't I'm not Mr. Fantastic. We have a bunch of
1: people. There's some people in here. Yeah. Who who's enough here? people to qualify as a
2: bunch? Uh, introduce them.
1: Uh, I'm going to start with some people that they, they probably have already uh, heard and have been on the show before, coming back from college. Trevor Lobkoff is right there across the room.
2: Hi, Trevor. I can't see you, but hey, there you are. <laughs> Michael hey, Reese. Do me a favor. Um, turn on the mic and let's see if it works. Oh, that might be helpful. Turn it we on. can hear you. Okay, is it on? Yeah, give me, give me a little <laughs> bit more here. Hold on. Give me some more. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, talk loud, talk though. That is Mr. Okay. Trevor Lobcofter.
1: These three are here to judge. Mr. Michael Reese. Hello there. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> Mr. Seth Nixon, or Seth Nixon.
3: <laughs> hey, what's up?
1: And those are the three gentlemen <laughs> who I'm looking in the eyes right now. And you're all those judging. Awesome they're all judging <laughs> right okay, now. Okay,
2: they're all judging. All right.
1: And our uh fabulous, fabulous. That's like that's like some like man. Don't be so Shit. fabulous. Shit. Shit. <laughs> it's 2015. Don't be so fabulous <laughs> about it. That, that's right. <laughs> our fabulous uh, co-host for for today, uh, Miss Kelly Joe Smith. Kelly Joe
2: Smith. Thank that you. For me. very
1: great for you to be here <laughs> today. And some awesome girls from Pueblo County who we have become friends with, uh, the Cowger sisters, Kelly Cowger. Hi. And her sister
2: Natasha Cowger.
4: Hey.
1: Who also, <laughs> hey. hey! She's also the Fonz.
2: Now, here's what we have to remember: is if, if, if for some reason mics are going out or whatever, we're just going to keep going.
1: We'll just go. Man. We will just keep. Anybody going. Anybody can hear us or
2: not? We don't care. We're trying this new thing on UStream. We're trying this this new thing. If they if they go out, we'll just keep going, and we'll turn off UStream, and then we'll use smoke signals or something. So yeah. we are here at uh, the forensic. What are we? The Tiger Talker invitation. The Tiger Talker. Invitational would be correct. Yes, and uh, and Kelly and Kelly mm-hmm. and Natasha are uh, the enemy. No, no, no not the enemy. <laughs> not <laughs> the enemy. There you go, Kelly Joe. Competition.
1: Very, very good competition.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, they're the competition.
1: They, they got the sister factor of of ness. Oh yeah. We and Jeremy so, get confused for each other all the time, so we're basically brothers.
2: <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to throw this out right at the very beginning because I, I was asking Christine, my wife, if you were if you were listening to a blog talk radio show at a forensics meet, what would you want to know?
1: It's true. If you and, didn't know anything about forensics. And this
2: was her question. Why is it
3: called forensics? Michael? <laughs> I have no idea. I'd have to defer to Mrs. Smith on that. Yep,
1: yep. I have no idea. No
5: one knows. No, I not. Do you know? Ms. I think Smith? that if you probably looked it up, and I'm guessing, I'd have to, that
1: it, it has something to do with communication.
2: Communication. Forensics. It's been changed
1: from NFL to National Speech and it's Debate.
2: Been, yes, yeah. National Speech and Debate Sad. Association from the National Forensics League because her thought was for an event or for an extracurricular activity or for a, an association that is dedicated to speaking, dedicated to getting your point across, getting to be clear and concise, they use a phrase that is totally ambiguous. <laughs> I
5: had lots Forensic. of people that would want to join my team when it was called the
1: NFL. Uh, yeah, I, I bet.
2: I bet so. I thought, no. Nope. No, and wrong. and uh, so the first thing that people say is this: "Hey, I'm in forensics. Oh, oh, cool. You work with dead bodies." I was
1: about to say, do you like people are like forensics competition? Do you like? see who can know the most about a crime scene or
2: come in with a little tape and all that and say, okay, it was a, it was a murder. Jacob, anybody who wants to add this in, we're going to get, once you guys go off, Kelly, Joe, and I will probably talk more in depth about this, but what is forensics to you and why are you participating in it? Jake, how did you get into forensics? currently
1: posting pictures to Facebook. Hopefully. That's
2: no. a, hey, That's a good thing. You can also <laughs> check out Solomon Hutch's Facebook. Just go to Solomon Hutch. There's pictures, everything. Also, we want to remind everybody before you guys answer that question. We're going to go from 2 to 5 here Mountain Standard Time. It's I don't know where Going Very you,
1: fast. I mean, we've we've we're in third round of Yeah. Uh, that's good.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: Very fast. And, of wave and
2: so, what we're going to do is we'll go as close to five o'clock. If it gets to the award ceremony, we want to have everybody who's listening go to SolomonHutch.com, Especially if you're if you're a parent or a grandparent and you're trying to listen and find out five o'clock, uh, go and to SolomonHutch.com dot com and you will see the award ceremony, yeah, stream live cool.
1: yes,
2: lives. oh my oh. gosh, Business. look who walked into the studio Joseph oh. trainer joe trainer the the coach of the LaHunta high School for n sixteen hey
1: are we post have anytime a soon, just have <laughs> a seat right
2: over there, we're passing around the microphone unless the battery goes dead, and then you're just shouting okay. yep. that that that's what you're doing. Uh, and so we want to remind everybody, it, it's neat. You can see who won. Um, Mr. Yes. Mr. Yes. Trainer will you be up there win. behind the podium announcing people. All you have to do is go to SolomonHutch.com. It will be right there. Um, if you want to find out what it looks like, what it sounds like, go to SolomonHutch.com right now. And uh, The epic uh,
1: pictures on Facebook,
2: by well, the way. the
5: totally cool thing about it is that forensics is that kind of where if a parent wanted to come see it, they have to spend all day. They get,
1: all day, they yeah. Give, oh, my
5: they gosh. a 10-minute shot of seeing their child three times, and it's an all-day menu, wait for final. This is really cool because if you couldn't get here all day, you can still see the,
2: that, the, the awards. That's exactly right. Christine's standing over in the corner there, and she's been going to see Jacob, uh, and in between just been going in the judge's room and eating food. Yeah. No, that's not true. See, she just uh, – but – it, that's exactly right, because it takes it, it takes so long. The meet started what, Jacob, this morning? Eight o'clock? Eight,
1: eight o'clock? About a little after eight, yeah.
2: little after eight. And now you are complete with round?
1: Three. Two. Well, uh, three is happening right now for wave A. Duo's in wave
2: two. I just want to check with Wave the,
1: A and wave two. With
2: the individual <laughs> sitting right here, you aren't supposed to be somewhere right that's now, are you?
1: The, the two people who I trusted that would come in and tell me, when rounds are are in here right now, so.
2: Oh my God! Okay, so you haven't started.
1: Hopefully not. I mean, Jeremy hasn't come running looking for me. Pretty sure not.
5: You, you do need a camera out there on the posting. because sometimes guys are
1: watching people rush. There, there is a GoPro. There is GoPro footage of that.
2: Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so be looking yeah. for that. Uh, yeah, we should take one of these little cameras and put them, put it out and run it as a live stream. Right there
5: by
2: the
4: postings. Uh, right. You can't see their face right.
5: Their face.
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Room. I Jake, what if I have that room with those people? Yeah.
2: Why? Why forensics, Jake?
1: For The first thing I tell the first thing I tell people in forensics when they when they do it when they're really apprehensive about doing it is that it's a whole new world. It's it, people come in and have no idea. I talked to Miss Jones, and we're like, "Are you gonna come and watch?" And she's like, "No, it scares me." And I was like, <laughs> I was like, why, Miss Jones?
2: It is a little scary.
1: But it's it's so new, and I think forensics for me because I, I like to put on a show for people. That's what it is. I like to make people sure. laugh. I like to to have camaraderie with, with with the people who showed enough guts to get up in front of people and put and talk, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's what it is for me is is just putting on a show for people.
2: Kelly, how about you?
6: Um, I'd probably say that it gives me an excuse to kind of be an actor and a totally different person just for like 10 minutes. It's just a brief little moment to be someone totally different and just to like make people laugh and have people be just completely astounded as to why you would get up there and do that. I don't know. I think it's extremely fun. It's a whole new, like Jake said, it's a whole new
7: world. A whole new world. You
6: start singing that a lot.
8: <laughs>
2: Is it Natasha? Yes. Natasha. Now, are you guys sisters? Yes, we are. And you do duo, Mm
8: -hmm.
2: and how hard is that to do duo with your sister? Easy, hard, better, worse?
8: Easy, and a lot better, because we're always together, so we can really practice whenever we want, and we get along really well. Like We never fight, so we don't have a lot of issues.
2: You never come out of a round and you're like, oh, you, know you
4: suck. Yeah, you were so bad. bad. Man. You were so bad. No, we've
8: never really done that, actually.
2: You were just so bad. Oh, gosh, Kelly, get out! I don't even need you anymore. <laughs> See, there it is.
8: Going on,
2: now, what grade are you in, Natasha? I'm a sophomore. And Kelly? I'm
8: a junior.
2: You're a junior. Yeah. Jake, you're a senior. Yes. So there's there's the whole gambit Ooh. right there. We okay. needed the freshman, we could. Can... Rule the world. Don't
5: you think one of the cool things, though, is the camaraderie you make with people from other schools?
1: Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. like, these two, Pueblo County, I would I would never have met them any other way. And
5: these will be people when you meet in college. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember you when you were in, you know, in yeah. cross-purpose.
2: Probably unlike any other competitive event. I don't see football players hanging out together at halftime. Hey, let's just go, you know. I mean, it's really a... A love-hate type of thing of love to play you, hate to see you, don't want to talk to you. And <laughs> when we're, and when we're of, done, we're gonna tip over your bus. You know exactly. That type of, yeah.
1: It's one of those things where you go up to postings and you're like, oh, let me see who, what, you know, who's in my room. And if you see someone who's really good, you're like, oh,
2: that sucks. They're but at really the same time, good. I love
1: watching your piece. You know. Well, that's
2: funny with, with... Go ahead and pass the mic over, Joe. Turn that on. See if we can get it
9: you guys hear me okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, so with, with Solo and Hutch and then Calgary and Calgary, um, each, each meet that we go to, those two are vying for that top position. Uh, they're always competing against each other, and I, I get to be in the tab room, and I get to see what's going on, and you know I'll, I'll see them in a round together, and one meet, uh, Solo and Hutch will I'll take the top spot, and then mm-hmm. the next meet, Calgary and Calgary will take the, the top spot. So you get to see them going back and forth, and so they're right at the top of the duo heap. And yet, between rounds, they're hanging out and, and being friends. And it's like you said, there's, there's not a lot of places where you can go and you can compete for that top spot and then go and say, you know, hey, let's, let's hang out and talk and, and get to know each other. And it's, it's really neat to see that. And that's one of the things that I love most about forensics is, is, it is a, uh, it's a community of people. It's not here to uh-huh. compete against this team and this team and I'm out to get them. Um, there is, there's that sense of community. And it's really neat to see, uh, for me, as a coach and as a teacher who sees you know, students that uh, you know, go through their day-to-day and, and sometimes can be contentious, but here they kind of find a way to, even though they would be pitted against each other as seeming enemies, they become good friends.
2: So you're saying that Calgar and Calgar is Solomon Hutch's competition.
9: Yeah. That's all I needed to know. Yeah. <laughs> and so anything that we can do to keep them in here longer so that oh, they miss their round. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: like, oh, sorry, we missed the round. And then Jeremy will do our... Piece just by himself. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: All, yeah. All yeah there there oh, you fine. go. Pass it over here. I want to know and, and uh, give me the names again. Tri- Seth. Seth, oh. you got talking to, is it turned on? Uh, yep. uh, my name's Seth. So there, there you go. Seth and Michael. Yeah, let us know when there's something.
10: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, could you give me something to drink? <laughs> Water and like, uh, no, not coffee, Like a like a drink. Uh, I run on victory. not a drink. You yeah, like know, whiskey and sour. Yeah. That's good. Just get just seven uh, up or a Pepsi or something that has caffeine in it. That'd be fantastic.
1: I, I run on pure adrenaline all day. Twenty seven, fo.
2: So Seth, Michael, Trevor. Okay, so I'll start with Seth. Here, here you are. Uh, were you in forensics? Yep. And you are no longer in forensics because you have graduated. Oh,
11: don't remind me. What the heck? <laughs> graduating <laughs> things cool, but not in forensics is. What sad. the heck are you doing back here? Uh, judging. Why? Because forensics is amazing. Why? Attaboy. Um, well, I did duo for three years, and it's just uh, like they were saying. It's like a it's like a whole new world. It's just a way that you can come and meet new people. You can you know be. A weirdo in front of other people, and they actually think you're cool. Yeah, for it. <laughs> and get a one for it, <laughs> and get away,
1: and get away. And watching other people
11: is just—it's always so impressive what people can do in their pieces. Mm. So I love coming back to judge.
3: How about you, Michael? Well, I'm also back for judging. Mm-hmm. I was in forensics for four years of high school. I'm actually the only person in this room to have worked with both forensics coaches who were here, Ms. Smith and Mr. Yes. Um I was primarily an extemporaneous speaker, although I did a bit of debate towards the end as well. Um, and I guess for me, forensics was a lot of things. Forensics actually really helped me because um, five or six years ago, before I did forensics, I really just could not speak English. <laughs> I... I could say what I was trying to say, but to no one could understand what I was saying. Mm-hmm. So um, being in forensics really helps me be able to control that. So that's actually made a huge difference in my life. Mm. Um, I also um, know some people who I, I, I'm a very competitive person, and I was, I really enjoyed competing against other people and seeing if I, this could be the meet where I would get first place and they would get second, or vice versa this time around. So forensics was really a huge part of my high school career, so uh, now I'm back to judge mostly because trainer has been begging me to since the day I graduated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also because judge. I really enjoy forensics and it's fun to be here and see people who I know and people I enjoy competing against and now looking at them from the other side of the table.
12: How about you, Trevor? I'm sorry I have to look around my screen there. Uh, I it's okay. Uh, for me, it sounds like I'm beating a dead horse, but everyone's right. It's... Don't
2: tell me. It's a whole new world.
12: Yeah. Okay, oh, there <laughs> <laughs> um, But for me, uh, growing up, I was always really, really shy and I. Sometimes wouldn't even talk to my own relatives. Um, but when I I'm hit not sure. School, I, I don't. I But when I hit high school, a bunch of people were telling me to join forensics because I was in uh, choir and band and uh, drama, and I was like, "It, it just be seems like the
1: right thing to do." Perfect fit for
12: you. And I kind of went in not knowing anything That's about it. That's what everyone does. And it it's ended crazy. up, I was. I'm a completely different person because of it, and a completely better person because of it. And it's just made me overall a better person because now I can actually talk to people yeah. without getting nervous.
5: And it's not just talking, but it's being able to think
12: right. Right.
5: And to get those thoughts out clearly and articulate them and that.
2: Yeah. Christine and I were talking about that as well. Is it seems as if there is there's and maybe there is. I I suppose maybe band or well, drama, but the performing arts, I guess is what you were called. It's it's something that you get in high school that you actually take and use Later. The, your whole life. I mean, they're probably, unless you're really good, there's not a whole lot of people at the age of 28 from Lahana High School that you can look at and say, I'm still playing professional football or I'm still using the skills that I learned in, in, in high school. Uh, but everybody, everybody says that. I mean, uh, uh, across the board, says it it changed my life and it's unbelievable to me that that can happen but it's obviously true that it that it's made an impact and it's given you a skill that you you know Michael you talk about just it, it changed changed my whole world I and you think golly it's some people would look at it and say it's just an extracurricular activity but there it is it it changed your world Jake, when you think about uh, forensics, this is what your third year?
1: Uh, actually, fourth year. Fourth I Started year. in the middle of the season, freshman started year. Started
2: in the middle of the year of your, of your, and now this is the last Tiger Talker that you'll be at. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that or, that you said this morning was, "I'll be back to judge."
1: Yeah, full show.
2: I want to ask the three sitting over here. Even if it's
1: uh, coming back from a long way just for a day, I'm, I'm down for that. Do
2: you look at uh, you're, you're judging now. What lens do you look at it through? Especially probably because I don't know if you're judging any of the competitions that that you were that you were in. But do you look at it and say, "Oh, I wouldn't have done it that way," or or how do you do that,
3: Michael? Go ahead. Well, so far today, I've actually only judged the events that I did. So, oh, okay, public forum debates, um, and through both of those, I've actually been looking at how I would go about this. I've been giving feedback like I I, I would diagnose like what they were doing, I thought, weekly and say what I did when I noticed that in myself to try and fix it. So there was one person who I thought was stumbling quite a bit as she went along through her phrases. Mm -hmm. So I told her to really try and have each sentence in her head before she began to say it. Bring those (laughs) drinks in. I would also, there was one on a debate topic where I wrote something like, I I, I would have gone about trying to argue this in this way I think you. this would have been a stronger way of attacking mm-hmm. this point. So also I've actually seen a few people who I competed against and they recognized me and were kind of taken aback to see me sitting there judging them. Um, but I think that's how I've gone about it, trying to think about how I went about it when I was competing mm-hmm. and then trying to give that feedback to them as well.
2: Sean, Char- Or Seth? No. Sean. Trevor. Trevor.
12: Sean. Tim. Bill.
2: John. (laughs) Uh, Trevor. How about you? Judging
12: wise. Uh, Judging gives a like a. A lot different of a perspective, because, I mean, you always walked into a round expecting to be judged, and now it's, you're the one that's giving out the judging. That's something we that's said today. We're power.
1: like, only the forensics God can judge me. <laughs> is that a feeling of power for you? It kind of is. <laughs> it <laughs> makes I you like feel that. cool. You're like, all right, these are the time signals. Yeah. I mean, it makes you feel bad, man. Yeah,
12: but uh, like Michael said, there's been a few people already today who I've I've tr- gone against, and now I'm judging them. And they look at me and they're like, "Hey, Trevor, uh, where's the judge?" Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's me, brother. Yeah. What's up? So it, it's it's pretty cool.
2: I'm gonna go back to the to the competitors here, Natasha and Kelly, Kelly and yeah, right. Jacob.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you I thought you forgot their name. Turns out you forgot your son's
2: name. I forgot my <laughs> son's name. You're now. What did you say? Two rounds, three rounds? Two rounds. Two rounds, Two rounds through. through. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Because you do you do the same piece over and over and over again.
1: Hopefully four times in a, in a day.
2: In a day that gets you through finals. Yeah. So now you're halfway through. What are you thinking in your head?
1: I think I think we've been doing pretty great. You know, people are like, "How'd it go?" Well, we did everything that we wanted to do. Like we didn't forget our lines. Nothing major happened. So you know, you never know. It, and you guys and you guys as judges know that it varies so much between who's in what room and who goes in the order and stuff. But overall, I think we're doing,
6: uh, we're doing pretty well.
2: What about you guys? You happy with the way it's going?
6: Um, Yeah, I'd say that we're pretty happy. Our first round seemed kind of down, so like everybody didn't seem very excited. So I guess that kind of gave us a little boost of confidence, but then our second round people started to get up there, but, I don't know. I still feel pretty good about it. Like we did what we wanted to do, like you said. So, yeah.
2: Natasha, do you guys have a comment? Is is it funny? Is it a humor? Yeah, humor. Okay. So the,
1: their piece was written by the same guy who wrote our piece last year. Okay, so. So it's funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's, it's a humor piece. Yes. Yes. Yeah. A,
2: what's that,
11: Seth? Um, Mr. Trainer told me that the person who wrote their piece also wrote my piece when I was a junior. What is the guy so just what, what, around? What was, it, what was it?
4: Something <laughs> there are.
11: Huh? <laughs>
1: yes, he wrote. Yeah. Clyde Hendrickson yeah. wrote mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's, uh, it's funny. <laughs> so what happens when you go in and you just kill your piece? You're just—that's uh, the best piece. And has there ever been a time where nobody laughs?
8: Yes. Are you allowed oh, to not. laugh? Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, it's encouraged. It's so much better when you laugh too. It's
1: it's so much better because, like they said,
8: like, it like amps up the people performing because like yeah. if people are laughing, then it makes you feel like you're doing a good job. And if people aren't laughing, then you kind of start stumbling, and you're like, I don't really think people are enjoying this.
1: Yeah, and and like like I said, it goes with the room. Sometimes you just get a great room where people laugh, and it's a great time, and sometimes you just get a room where nothing happens.
11: Mm Mm-hmm. That kind of reminds me of uh, there There have been quite a few times in forensics where you go in and, like, no one laughs at your piece, and you go out of the room, you're like, oh, I did horrible, and then you get yeah. your sheet back at the end, and the judge is like, that was hilarious. That was so I great, and you're laugh. like, why didn't you laugh? Really? <laughs>
2: well, and, and let's talk a little bit about that because, it, and we we did a, a little interview with with uh, Joe Trainer, the coach of the forensics, uh, Lahana forensics team. And that was one of the questions that I asked him was, what's the most difficult part of the Tiger Talker Invitational? Well, he said, judges, finding judges. Because, and he was saying this, and I didn't know. He said, sometimes up in Colorado Springs, there's like.
1: You get paid to judge. You get
2: paid to judge.
1: They, they They're like a referee or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: And, and here. Like, at the, sorry about
1: you guys. Just like, I'll give you, you guys.
2: I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. And she'd kill me if she was in here. But uh, she's not, so go for but it. But she's not, so. <laughs> Uh, My daughter is judging, and I think twice now she's gotten uh, debate. Oh, I think she she didn't want to do. She got public forum, I think. And I said, how did it go? And she said, I had no idea what they were talking about. (laughs) I had no idea what they were talking about. And so you get judges then who and and i think people maybe who have never judged before i know there's some in the judges room now who have never judged before and you think to yourself am i allowed to laugh should i laugh this i'm just it's killing me i'm cracking up and do i laugh if i laugh and i throw them off am i now in no, the trouble? forget
1: that forget that <laughs> what's up michael
2: oh okay yeah. i thought you wanted to say something
1: say like, <laughs> like <laughs> extemp isn't about laughter
3: it's about the facts. No, no not that. Why are you going
1: to throw
5: those jokes in there?
4: It's about
3: it's about the fact. Well, oh, I have many jokes I can make. Attaboy. boy. <laughs> um, go ahead, Michael. Go ahead. go ahead. Oh, I was I was going to say that um my senior year I went to the national tournament, which is Zips,
1: amazing. It's very and hard to do.
3: Mr. Trainer couldn't go along with us, but we still needed a judge to go. So, my dad ended up being the one who's going with me and judging. And I think that was actually his first time judging, so he was pretty nervous about going into the national tournament and having to judge these amazing people, and he felt like he wouldn't know what he was doing with how to rank all these great performers, but then when he actually got there and started judging people, he felt like there was a pretty clear hierarchy of Mm -hmm. who did better than whoever else, so... He well, felt pretty confident in raking people with he rises, wins. Yeah. Cream
1: rises so, to the top. Yeah.
3: People who haven't judged before can do really well, I think, with judging yeah. and, and figuring out how they should judge as they go. I
5: would say to your daughter's uh-huh. comment, if she went into especially a public forum debate and came out not knowing what they were talking about, that's a problem with the debaters. Mm. Mm-hmm. I always tell them you're, like a, you're, you're sitting on a jury. And which side can convince you? And communication is a big part of that. And if they aren't communicating to you then, then they've miss, miss
2: the mark. And you're a dear soul, but you know my daughter. So maybe... very smart.
10: Quite able to follow us.
4: So stop it.
2: We're going to take a break here in a few minutes. But be, before we go, and, and when we come back, I don't know if we'll have anybody here. I think here. we might
1: have a couple new people. Uh, that will uh, be great. Find Jeremy, wherever yeah, he is. Yeah, maybe
2: Jeremy's around here. Somewhere. Maybe Jeremy wants to be on the show. So actually get the solo from Solo and Hutch. Um, but... I, I, th- I think that is the point. One, it's always fun to judge people. But, I mean, you sit there and you think, which one did I in- enjoy the most? Did they, And did they follow the, the criteria that they were supposed to follow? And and it, it's amazing to me. And I was telling Stephanie and Zach, who, was, who are judging today, I was telling them, it, it really is when you walk into a room and you sit down. I mean, it, it does. You're like, you were amazing. Uh, and then you can say, "Okay, you really weren't as amazing.
1: <laughs> you were amazing, and you were but the most amazing, amazing." In a sense.
2: And I w- we were trying to figure out what was it that just, oh, the that, it
1: factor. That's good. The uh, look it, right into Natasha's I eyes know. when I say, Weird. it <laughs> "Do you have the it factor?" I think I think I think our two teams have the it factor. What is I'd that? I'd like to say that we're pretty good. Not being what is that. What is the it factor? I would like to say it's just the say it. quality. <laughs> I would
13: like to say it. Let me say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: it's the, the quality of your voice, the power behind your voice, I think, is the it factor. Because you can give three separate teams one piece, and you'll mm-hmm. get three totally different pieces. But I think the best piece would be the piece of... High energy. You're you're saying your words exactly how you want to say them. And I think it it all comes down to, are you saying exactly what you want to say, and not just eh, and then I say this line and then this is the line that I say after that and then that's it.
2: Do you agree, Kelly? Natasha, is what's you the it? what's the it <laughs> factor?
8: I think energy is really good because like even if you're in a room where nobody's laughing and like it's just been down like the whole time, and then you have to go like are last. Everybody's like tired, I think it's great if you can still have really high energy after that, because then it just like turns the whole thing around, and it's hard to have energy a lot of the time because. Well, I <laughs> you, mean, well, when you, you wake up, up this a, early,
1: after yeah, you got to wake up really early, uh-huh. and then you're after a really depressing piece.
8: Uh huh. And then you
1: have to go with your really silly, dumb piece, you know? Because there's and it's some
8: like, serious pieces.
1: There are some really serious pieces, and if you get caught behind one, and uh-huh. your piece is the opposite of that. Right.
8: It, it's hard to do,
2: but if you have high do. energy
8: and you you go up there you and you're go. confident about it, then it it'll be fine.
2: We're going to talk about that after we take a break because I want to know how you do that because it's it's amazing to me how how teams can continually come in doing the same piece over and over and over again and still maintain an energy. Uh, it, it, to me, it would seem like well, here we go again, same one, same time, almost just. Boom! We're going to take a break. We want you to stay with us, but we want you—we want to remind you uh, that fo- right uh, immediately following Blog Talk Radio, you—you you can go to soloandhutch.com. If you're watching you stream right now on soloandhutch.com, just stay there, and you'll be able to see the award ceremony. We're hoping that uh, the Calgers and Solo and Hutch are both in it, uh, but we don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll try and keep you updated on the rounds where they're at and when we it's coming. We don't come at- back for a while. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so stay with us. Right on the other side of this break as we yeah. continue to talk about uh, the Tiger Talker Invitational right here on Solomon and Hutch Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. <laughs>
4: of trouble now, I thought, how do we ever get so far down, and how's it ever gonna turn around, so I turned my eyes to heaven, I thought, God, why don't you do something, well, I just couldn't bear the thought of people living in poverty, children sold into slavery, the thought disgusted me, so I shook my fist at heaven.
2: It, it turns something. around Really?
4: So about how we no got to it's There to to Live like angels. It's 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 Almost there Putting every not right.
2: kind of oh. every word that he says I can't
4: tell you The entire, number of people who work in the
2: that, that I knew mean, that I was talking to you the very first time was David Bishop. This is great. I wish I would have done. Or I wish they would have. Oh, Isaiah, come on in. Dollar and cut. There's, a, there's uh, another chair there. Everybody else around there um, What did they do with the You guys, if you want to go over You don't have to do anything Just have to do right there But grab the wireless mic Right behind you Right there those sort of
4: You just have a, have a seat boom time to set down for it the of the Earth, in we are we never gonna, like, 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 life. Life. gonna and change the world, the standing still. Right. No, right. right. no, right. no, we won't stand still. No, we won't. We got to go first. we It's time for us to do something the of
14: mercy here she comes behind the wheel. Of a pickup truck. When Knuckle
2: Energy approached country musician Colt Ford to produce an energy drink, they knew immediately it had to be as real and authentic as Colt himself. Knuckle Energy's southern-style sweet tea is created using a traditional sweet tea recipe that has been passed down in Georgia from generation to generation. Using a southern tea blend as the basis, as did the Ford family and many others, what Knuckle Energy has created is a product that has a fresh, light lemon zest with an energy supplement. Mean? To make this product as authentic as possible, what? Knuckle Energy has crafted oh, yeah, a product yeah. that is 100% American-made, just like hopeful. So at the end off, of the day, it? if you find yourself lacking that energy that you need, don't knuckle under. Biscuits. Knuckle
4: off.
2: Knuckle energy drink. Find it at a come and go convenience store near you.
1: You're listening to The Solomon Hut Show, Blog Talk Radio.
2: Mm. Oop, I lost it. Welcome back to The Solomon Hut Show right here on Blog Talk Radio. I lost my mic pack. Yeah, sure sound bad. Let me turn this off real quick. Uh,
0: how long, um, how long have you guys been at this?
2: Well, uh, 35 minutes.
0: 35 minutes.
2: 35 minutes. Yeah, wow, no
0: 35 minutes and uh, look at that! Solo makes his first appearance. <laughs> we
13: Welcome. got, we got rid. I think it's just as shocking for me.
2: We got rid of Hutch. <laughs> yeah, we kicked him out. Good rid I mean, I miss him already. And we got Solo. Hello. And oh, we, we have uh, uh, Jeremy. Tell us who we've got in here. Um,
13: to Kale's my, trying
2: to squeeze into the picture. That's awesome.
0: To my left. <laughs> Is Isaiah, and to his left is Kale. K-
2: Kale, is that is that mic on? Look on the bottom. Maybe. I don't think the light. I don't know. It says know on, and the light's on. Okay. It so. must be on. No, so, don't so, yeah. do that to me. <laughs> uh, don't like do
15: that to sounds me. Sounds like say
2: something, something, Kale. Let me hear if I can hear you. Say
15: something. No,
2: give me the give me the, the Kale voice.
15: Say something. There, there
2: you go. That's, a,
15: that's, that, that's okay.
2: We kicked out. Uh, we kicked out. that the, the, the crew is here. Again, you're listening to Solomon Hutch's uh, three-hour live uh, Tiger Talker Invitational blog talk radio special that afterwards, and I'm excited about this, Ben came in. Ben, Ben. how are you? Hey, Ben. Hello, Ben. Ben, we're going to just sometime throw you the mic. How's that? We are at the Lahana Tiger Talker Invitational Forensics Meet, uh, which happens only once a year. This This is it. It's an
0: extrabamza. Yeah, big deal. It's <laughs> <extrap-a-bamza>. <laughs> I wouldn't know.
2: A uh, number of them. I think they. think Jacob said seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, that's that's good because many schools. Yeah, yeah, because Joe was saying that sometimes they go twelve to fifteen because, and it's limited only by the space. That we have yeah. we took up yes. a we took up a room here we were in Kelly yeah. Joe's room <laughs> we mm-hmm. stole a room <laughs> over the
5: years what is limited yet? Uh, Fowler used to have a team Lamar used to have a team Rocky Ford used to have a team Really? And it just kind of dwindled in yeah. this particular area so
4: yeah
0: i think because kudos they're all scared of LaSanta that's exactly
2: why
5: keeping this team
0: alive See so you
2: get a new group in here now and it, it, the group that we had in earlier was was uh, they were nice they were they were uh-huh. respectful to other teams Dumb. Jeremy comes in and boom No lays down lays Should have we were down. talking about
13: before we walked I'll in I have here. time
2: for respect <laughs> I was just talking about how
13: I was hoping I beat this You're dude
2: somewhere. We are here to win that's that's Jeremy, oh, love be nice being obviously you, being you are uh, the uh, the second half. The you might some people might say the better half, the better half. of <laughs> Solomon Hutch, the duo interp. Isaiah, what are you doing this year in forensics, man? I'm doing both duo and humor. Duo and humor. Who's your duo partner? Uh, Rachel. Rachel Rodriguez. And what's the name of your piece? You can't trust the mail. Male is spelled M oh. A L E. lot of judges get that wrong. Okay. Like a lot. And then you have a humor piece that yes. I have heard over and uh, over again, <laughs> ripped out in my living room. <laughs> yeah, and that was the new one, too. You'd never even have to listen to
13: the him old during one.
5: during auditions, and he was wandering around the side. I was like,
13: <laughs> just,
10: doing his forensics piece
5: over there? <laughs> and the
13: reason why is because I had just, the new piece I'm doing, I had just gotten, just started practicing Sunday. So right. So I had six days to get it prepared, blocked, mm-hmm. and everything else. And I'm doing pretty well with it today, I'd like to think.
2: And it is I called
13: uh The Primitive Sergeant by prim- George
2: Carlin. Oh. And Cale, your your uh, what's what's it called? what what is that called? o o oh, oh, extent what are those called? Original
4: oratory? No, events. Events, no, events. <laughs> events. yes, yeah. events. I can
2: never remember. I, I always say, What's your thing? You what know is your thang? So what's your event? Poetry. Poetry. Now this is and if i understand forensics correctly it has to be a published piece
15: yes yeah for more than a year i think yep. is... so, so anyway, this
2: published yeah. okay. so you didn't write you didn't write your that poetry no okay the only people who can get away with that is OO. <laughs> poetry intrigues me for, from the standpoint sure. of is there somebody coming into the studio? Boom, 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 boom. Hey, speaking of duo partner, just come on, just come on in, come on in, sit down, sit down over there. We'll pass the mic around. Jeremy, who just came in?
0: We have because we can't see that. We can't see them on
2: camera. Kern is here. Karen is here. Kern. Okay. Kern. And your duo partner. Yes, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Okay. So we'll, we'll get the mics in around here. But poetry—I wanted to ask you about poetry. There's, there's Hutch. There's. I'm no, back. we don't acknowledge him. Hutch, is here. Hutch doesn't even is need it, a is microphone. Is it go time, homie? It okay.
0: Oh. Okay. Just so just
2: hang out, Jake, and we'll pass the mic around. Uh, again, poetry intrigues me. How do you decide? That's that's. There's the piece. What are you looking for when you say, "Okay, I'm in poetry," and? This is what I'm I'm going to do. I mean, are, do you say, Well, Doctor Seuss always gets it done, I'll do Doctor <laughs> Seuss or, or What do you what do you look for, Cale?
15: I actually usually end up with a piece that I either sort of need, like I'm signed up for something but I don't have a piece or it gets handed to me, which is what happened <laughs> last year. And I'm always like, Like I'll get you're a doing benefit. this piece type thing, I'll get something that fits me better, but then I just sort of like the piece and I stick with
7: it.
2: <laughs> I, I see that that phrase always always intrigues me. The idea of fits me better. Uh, what do you look for in poetry that that fits? I mean, is it is it like it's funny? It's it's serious. It's sad. What about
0: it's, sleeve length.
2: Probably (laughs) I was gonna say I'm a forty two regular. That's a poetry (laughs) one right there. It fits. What do you look for in that? I mean, how does it fit? Um
15: I didn't want to do drama because drama is too like negative. Dramatic (laughs) so sad.
4: (laughs) Drama (laughs) Uh, ick.
15: And I didn't want to do humor, which I did one day of it this year, because it's just like too much. Can, so what else is there? It's all very competitive in like, the positive and the negative aspects. So poetry, I can go right down the middle of the line, and I like that.
5: Do you pick a dramatic poem or a humorous poem? Which way do you mean?
15: Mine, I can do a little bit of fun with it, but it's still got like, a serious message. It's also yeah, very thinking. varied. Poetry
5: has to have that, that connection to your soul. Yeah. you has to have something that it speaks to you, that it touches your soul. Last year, Henry did a piece
2: yes. written yeah. by mm-hmm. some funky-named guy. Shane Coyzan. Yes, mm-hmm. it was just fantastic. Yeah. It was just fantastic. Did the crickets have arthritis? It was. Yep. Yes, that's the name of it. That, that was the name of it. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. So um, it, go, okay, well, go ahead and pass it over to Ben. Just, ben, 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 Ben. There you go. Ben. Ben, how are you? I'm fantastic. Ben, what's your event? Drama. 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 Now poetry again, is that drama. like poetry? Got to find a thing that fits.
16: I I prefer not to find a thing that I connect too closely with. <laughs> so you're just I like... don't
2: want to be too sad. <laughs>
16: <laughs> honestly, so I just want to look at the piece and feel nothing. Well, exactly. <laughs>
10: different types of drama.
4: I
5: mean, you, you could be family crisis. It can be death. Yep.
0: yep. Can be... But I mean, with drama, there's some clear demarcations. It
16: know? gets it gets like, repetitive. Like it, it gets
0: very repetitive. In drama, the way it is now. Like, the pieces that stand out stand out a whole lot because you have, you know, oh, this this one is a suicide one, I'm going to be so sad. This one is a death in the family (laughs) one, I'm going to be so sad, you know. There's pretty clear chunks. And then once something is, like, really different in drama, Uh I think it gets noticed, uh, like, a lot. That's why I like what I've seen of Ben's
16: piece. You certainly feel it because it does... It is very repetitive, and you look for things that are just a bit different, and that can make all the difference in a drama piece. I don't know to the judges to me, it's certainly more entertaining so
2: in forensics, then there is a drama section and a humor section where's the line is it i mean how do you how do you how do you differentiate that can a can a drama piece have a funny line in it?
16: Yes. Yeah, that's it's mine, actually. My, the only thing that mine ever got was qualifying for state and humor, actually. And I always... Wait, every, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It and,
5: probably would come to that climax. Oh, okay. To yeah. it's help it with
16: the but uh whether out would probably it But every time I do my oh. piece, I look around and there are always people grinning, which, oh. you know, for drama, that's not always a good thing, but yeah. I like it. <laughs> do
2: you ever think to yourself, you're not supposed to be laughing, people? That was not funny. It, it is kind of funny. Like, it, it, it's funny. <laughs> Ben's piece is funny. in a It's twisted dramatically way. It's really funny. funny. It It just really is really. Yeah, it is. It's
16: not like death of a family. It's no, more it, of a it, rant.
2: Yeah,
0: you're <laughs> looking at a dude who's sort of like broken and fed up, and you can sort of see where he's coming from, and you're like, oh, and it's. It's it's, it's, it's cathartic. I like Ben's piece. Pass
2: the mic over. Remind yeah. me of. Uh, you don't want to talk. Do wanna talk? you want to talk? Say
0: Her. some words. Okay,
2: but hold that mic up there. You have to remind me of your name. Karen Kern. Hair of Kern. Okay, what's your event?
15: Um. Well, this week I'm doing. to um,
2: speak up real loud.
15: This week I'm doing PF. Public
2: forum. Public, public forum. forum. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. What's what? Your topic? Yeah. What's your topic? Um. If peacekeepers should
7: engage in offensive operations. Such
2: a good. Ooh. A good. So am I? Am I correct in assuming that you would take either pro or con?
15: Yeah, you go in the room and you flip a coin, and it's like you, like... It's like the Super Bowl. No. <laughs> it's a joke. No, no it's not, not the
2: Super Bowl. It's something totally different. If it's
15: flipping a depending, coin. Depending on what, like, flips you get to choose, like, if you want to be pro or con, and then the other person just gets stuck with whatever. You win the coin toss, you get to choose
5: your side.
2: Yeah. It, like, oh. You get to receive the ball. So you, so you have to, you have to pre- prepare either way.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Oof. Have, here's the question I have for you. Have you ever gotten a topic that you were you fell on the pro side just personally and then had to do the con side.
15: Well, since this is mainly like my first pf like topic. Okay. I've oh, done, okay. it's kind of like this like I'm a con like I don't think they should, but we've gone pro a lot, so <laughs> I've had to
2: like switch how, over. How do you how do you, well, I guess that's the that's the, that's, that's the beauty the, the, that's the beauty of the whole thinking thing. Because I would be like, you know, if I was if, if I were in favor of that and had to take the con side, I would probably be like,
5: But if you yeah. were to sit down and write your speech, you would think about what the opposition is going to say. Yeah. And counter that, yeah. you
2: know. So. Yeah. You do think yeah. those values. Ooh, I don't think I would like that event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would I would be so afraid I would fall into the it uh, just be you know I really don't think they should That's a lie. <laughs> I'm just lying to your yeah. face. Of course they should. So Yeah, it gets intense. Pass on over there to Rachel. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Rachel from from the uh, right from the onset from the get-go of this this whole thing right here. I have to know. what is it like being a duo partner with Isaiah. Oh, God. It sucks. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. going to say, yeah, it probably really needs to. I could to, have yeah. that. What, what's it like?
6: No, it's mm-hmm. not that bad. Like, mm-hmm. we have our fights
2: not that bad, a dude. lot, not bad. but not bad.
16: when it comes
6: time for us to perform, we actually get along and actually do pretty good, so really? not that bad, yeah.
16: Life of duo. Very
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
13: That's why Jeremy and Jacob are so perfect at it
4: <laughs> That's it
2: Maybe So how did how does the duo team And we're going to talk about this at some point in time When Solo and Hutch finishes their third round You guys can yep. have the third best thing They're going to come in And we're probably going to get another duo team Because one of the things that we didn't get done For the show That we really wanted to get done But we're going to talk about it on air is how you build a piece. How you... Really cool in- do yeah, Rachel it. called it. How, okay, <laughs> here's your piece. Now you have to interpret it. How do you do that? Because Christine, my wife, and I had the opportunity of watching Jeremy and Jacob build their piece. I think, the night before the first. Today, was yeah, six hours know. before. I probably shouldn't. Not the, way Not the way to out. do it. I probably I mean, I shouldn't say that. We had it.
0: plenty of like idea work beforehand, but we hadn't solidified anything.
13: I will tell people who are watching: it is the most amazing thing to see you two put together a piece. So we're we're <laughs> and it's and it's super funny too. I mean it's. It might be funnier watching you two put a piece together than the actual piece. (laughs) Because of the stuff
0: that ends up on the cutting room floor that is, like, not appropriate for forensics. Yes.
2: Do you think that would work? Just just for a second here. Hey, Jimbo, could you move? for? Okay, you moved. Okay, you were sitting still for so long. I couldn't tell if you were still. Turn that on there. What were you going to say there, Jimbo? There you go. There you go. Move around. It scared me for a second. I thought we were even frozen up or yeah. we'd lost Jimbo. What's should, that?
4: Um, uh, they're going to be posting.
1: Post posting. Yeah. Uh, th- I have a bunch of people so, of so I <laughs> that are uh, people from not in the next wave that would like to come
13: in and be on the show. So hey,
2: see, if you, if you, got you, ha- more if you have to then? leave,
13: you know
2: please do, do so. At this particular time. Okay. I guess okay. that means us,
13: Rachel. Bye. Yeah. So That would be the problem. Yeah. It was probably, hey, you guys um, only can be on the show, but I, will, I should have been. I'm sure I'll
2: return after Jacob and I, third round.
13: yeah, I hope I return. I hope you guys allow me that privilege.
2: So just to update a little bit, uh, they're getting ready for the third of four rounds. or thir- Third
5: and then final.
2: Third and then final. So this is really, if if you haven't put your best foot forward, do so. You don't need to put the earpiece in. that's fine. That's just have a seat there. We'll pass around. obviously. I don't know any of you, but thank you so much for being on Solo and Hutch. Again, we want to remind everybody who's listening uh if you're listening to Blog Talk radio as soon as Blog Talk radio is over, but it's quarter till three and third round. Kelly Joe knowing that, and now that Joe came in too. How much time do we have left until? Around
5: takes about an hour, probably to turn around that over, and then they would have to calculate the results. Who's result. in
2: finals and things like that? Oh, so
5: probably an hour and a half before you probably have finals.
2: Okay, so we'll be close. We'll probably still be on air, um, and this might this might work out really well because again, if you're listening to Blog Talk, if you're listening to Solomon Hutch on Blog Talk Radio, uh, you can go to solomonhutch.com and you'll see you stream live uh, you stream uh streaming live that's it's that you'll you'll see the people who are on here there's some more people in the studio than we could get on the camera but we're going to be live streaming the award ceremony so if you're listening now keep listening and then when when either we're still on the air and we'll tell you hey we're going to end because the awards they have figured it out it's done We'll go off Blog Talk Radio and you can pick up uh, the award ceremony. So, if you're listening and you have family members from how many different schools, Joe? Fourteen. 14 different schools. So, we've got a bunch here now from tell me your name, speak right into the mic, and what school you're from.
17: Um, I am Jordan
2: Larson and I'm from Pueblo West High School. Pueblo West.
15: I'm Carissa Resnick and I'm from Air Academy High School.
2: Air Academy.
15: I'm Grace Kondjersky.
2: Okay, just talk. go ahead and that'll pull that, turn. yeah, pull that, that'll that turn it, just just pull that mic right up to your face, that's good. Is the mic on? Give us, give us.
6: And I'm Emmy, and I'm from Air Academy.
2: Air Academy.
6: I'm Smith, and also Air Academy.
2: Okay, so Air Academy, is that in Colorado Springs? In Pueblo West. In Pueblo West, okay. Tell me, tell me your event. Because I'm not going to remember your name. Maybe Kelly Joe can. I can't remember. I'll just say you, Air Academy. You, Air Academy, and all Pueblo West. What's your event?
7: Uh, today I'm doing poetry, but normally I'll do duo as well. So that happens? It's like, hey. Why? What, what brought around
5: poetry today?
7: <laughs>
2: yeah, what happened? <laughs>
7: well, um, I decided that this year I wanted to try something new, something different. And um, I knew, like, my friend Carissa is actually here. Um, she, like, really loved doing poetry, and I decided to give it a try.
2: How do you like it?
7: It's actually a lot of fun. Like people are like really friendly in rounds, and like it's it's a lot different from other like drama or like humor because there really is no genre, and you just get like a lot of different things because there's also so many different styles of poetry you can have. So it's very interesting.
2: So what's your is this still a piece? Do we still call it a piece in poetry? What's your piece?
7: Um, I do "How to Be Perfect" by Ron Padgett.
2: Okay. Another Air Academy. What's your what's your event? Hey, the
7: interesting thing go ahead. about go ahead. poetry is kind mm-hmm. of where you
5: could do one author. Or you could do thematically, and I could put several authors together.
2: Oh, you're allowed to do that?
5: Or something like that thematically, and I could do that. So that's the only one that you can do that with,
2: which is pretty cool. I'm on the same old. piece? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I could put do one, you, three do different you, authors if I wanted to. Do you, do you say that at the beginning, or do you have to do, do that? In yeah. You do it in your well, intro. You from it in your intro, from what I've seen in forensics, and, and they always have that one place. Sometimes it's such and such. You know and and here's the piece, and this is the person, so I want to remind everybody, go ahead, pull your mics up real close there to your face, yeah, just get right in there, man just yeah there yeah your your mics are on, right, yeah, they're on, yeah, just talk real loud, so what's your piece?
6: uh well, I do humor, and I do a piece called "Homeschooled by Jason Pizzarello, okay, yeah,
2: and it's like make sure you pull the mic up there, oh, there you go, <laughs>
6: this school um. The town doesn't have any money to fund public schools because they send. Air Academy them. has no money?
2: No. Oh, They're in your peace. Okay, yeah. I got. <laughs> I was confused for a second. I thought, home. come on, really? Air Academy, yeah, they, they yeah. got some... Yeah. So that in your piece, they don't have any.
6: Yeah, because so, they spent it all on, like, a really insane festival, so they all, like, all these, te- these like, parents and stuff just start homeschooling their kids, but, like, they do it, like, their teachers and stuff, so mm-hmm. it's kind of just, like, crazy, like... The drill sergeant teaches like home ec and like how to bake pies and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then in the end, Kraft Cheese like funds all their stuff but renames all
2: their schools. I'm curious. Before we go on, are any of you in drama school? Not not the not the piece in forensics at school. Oh. Yeah, uh, uh, plays. Theater. The theater. Thank you. I, <laughs> you. You are. Yeah. Okay. I, I, the only reason I ask that is because we, we kind of talked about that in, in, in the first part, uh, that, that that plays a big part in either acting something out or or being dramatic in in either r- your poetry or... Ca- Do you think drama plays a part in speech and debate, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Passion.
2: Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's your event? Get right up there and just swing it around there. There you go.
18: I do humor, and my piece this year is called Junie B. Jones with a Peep in Her Pocket, and it's about a kindergartner who goes on a field trip with her class to the farm, but she's scared of the ponies and the roosters. It's (laughs) really (laughs) cute. It's
2: a
4: terrifying trip to
18: the farm. Right. right.
2: how How did you come across that? How did you end up with that piece?
18: I wanted something different, so I decided to cut a children's book because children's
2: now what does that mean just take a portion of it is that what you mean
18: right I go through and I find the parts I want and I cut it so that it's 10 minutes
6: long
2: Mm -hmm. instead
18: of using the entire book I chose Junie B. Jones because I know that's something that a lot of people can connect to and it's something that a lot of people
15: have read and respond to
3: okay
2: and what's your piece get that mic right there in front of you
15: Um, I do poetry as well um my piece is a collection of poems, actually. So I took different poems from Shel Silverstein, mm. um, Liesl Mueller, and then Jane Yolen. Um, it's a poem about storytelling, basically, and why stories are important to us.
2: Is Shel the one who did The Giving Tree? That, I mean, yes. Okay. okay. And we finally, Pueblo West. Pull that mic right in front of you there. There you go. Um, so
17: I also do poetry and... Um, poetry. <laughs> <that's> a, <laughs> I also do drama.
2: So poetry must not be going right now. Is that That's why we have all the poetry people in here. Okay. And uh, my piece is, uh, I do two different pieces um, entitled I Do and Ashes, both by
17: Andrea Gibson. And um, I just really like Andrea Gibson as an author and then as a poet, and I just really connect with her work. So that's why I chose to do.
5: How many of you found your own piece and cultivated, and how many had a coach help you find your piece?
17: I found my own piece.
6: I found my own as well. Me too. And I found mine
2: same Hi. as opposed to having it thrust upon you well
6: yeah i mean coaches
5: do have pieces in their reading constantly and, and that sort of thing and help help people find the right pieces for them so
2: it, i would assume that you buy into your piece more uh, that, that's maybe not how
5: many are second year or more anybody new yes so the, okay. the newbies you okay the i States. see you once they've got the hang of it, and they've seen
17: other, they kind of start reading material for this in mind. Mm-hmm. I say that's what was really funny with me because I'm a I'm a novice, but I decided to choose my own pieces because I always loved poetry, and so instead of having somebody throw something that I had no idea what it was, if mm-hmm. I didn't like it, so that's why I chose something that I really liked to do. Mm-hmm.
2: We're at the top of the hour here. We're going to take a break. Can you guys stay around for a few more minutes? Uh, The break's usually around five minutes, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But we're also uh, hoping to get some coaches in here and find out a little bit uh, about what it takes to coach uh, a forensics team. I think I asked Joe that question in his interview because it's amazing to me that it it does take a lot of guidance, especially you were talking about the newbies uh, trying to find out First of all, what's your event what are you what are you passionate about with those types of things? It's just fascinating to me, so if you guys can stick around, that would be fantastic. I want to ask you more about uh your pieces so uh, again, we want to remind you we're going until five o'clock mountain standard time five, five o'clock yeah five o'clock mountain standard time and uh then we'll we will be uh live streaming the award ceremony if for some reason i think unheard of maybe in a forensics. Uh, match, we get done early. <laughs> we will go ahead and move to that. So, we want you to stay with us. You're listening to the Solomon Hut show right here on Blog Talk Radio. Okay, we got about two five. roads diverged in fine. a wood. If you guys want to hang around, that's fine. And I took the one less traveled. Fine. And that has made all the difference. The Road Less Traveled Internet Ministry. Derek and George live. Becoming Christ like. Solo and Hutch. All stops on the road. The road of enlightenment. The road of discovery. Join us each Thursday and Friday morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Time and Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Mountain Time as we invite you to join us on a journey, a journey on the road less traveled. Right here on Blog Talk Radio.
1: Solomon Hutt Show, Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back. Oh, am I turned on
2: here. I don't think I've turned So no, Hold on. Let me get on here for a second. Let me turn on. Oh, God, I'm Too loud now. Hey, we're back. It's Solomon Hut Show right here on Blog Talk Radio. Any road less traveled. We are at the Tiger Talker Invitational uh, Forensics Meet held just once a year. And today is the day we've got People, and again, I can't remember your names, but I do remember your schools. Uh, you are Pueblo West and a bunch of air academies. Yeah,
4: <laughs> that's exactly right.
2: We were talking about, we have a lot of poetry in here. Uh, we are we're talking a lot about, we talked a little bit um, about this whole idea of fitting in, or, or making, making a piece fit with you, and, and trying to decide what piece you, you use. We, we don't have any all of you have been in forensics for at least a uh, a year and so you found your piece and do you stay with is it usually you stay with a piece for a year and then you you dump it is that is that so you're what? Not
5: allowed to repeat your piece oh you're
2: not okay so so you've got so, yeah. you've got 1 year to do the best that you can okay So, we'll start here and move over. You found your piece. You've got it. Um, You've got to get it ready to perform. and, And How long does something like that take for you? How long does it take until you think, okay, this is ready to perform. I'm good to go. Now, I understand, just like with athletes, just like with anybody, anything else that you do, you learn... From meet to meet, this gets better. This gets better. You hope that your piece, on your, from your very first meet, is is definitely not as good probably as as the one from your last meet. How long does it take?
17: Um, well, for me personally, I feel like when I when I felt my piece was ready was after I was able to get up, go go in front of somebody, perform it, have it all memorized, and then when I was done, feel like I did really good feel like I did good with that performance myself and not sit down and be like, oh I did this wrong, I need to fix all this, I need mm-hmm. to do this better. It was more of a self realization that I did that good now. What are the teeny tiny things that I can do to make it really good?
2: So obviously you're allowed to change from meat to meat. You can add a you can add a movement, take away a movement. It doesn't have to be the same over I mean, how would they know, right? Um so so you can do that. how long did it take? Uh, each one of you. It doesn't matter. Just grab a mic and
7: just okay. get
2: right into it.
7: Um, For, like, time-wise, I'm, like, I have pretty much the same principles kind of a thing, except currently mine's not memorized because it's, it's an interesting piece. But uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> for the most part, it's, like, being able to mostly have it memorized and being able to, like, have a good set of movements done and actually feel good about it. And I would say normally about a couple weeks after I get the piece, I get to that point. I basically
6: got mine, and then the next the week of practice that we uh-huh. had, I cut it then. And then it was about two or three weeks until like the actual meet, and so I just kind of like cut it and tried to like work on that, and I'll kind of just like force myself to get it done so that would be like at least ready to go for the first meet. But I feel like mine still isn't done. I feel like there's stuff I could still add to it. Like there's stuff I could do. Because I I feel like it's not quite at the caliber that I want it to be
2: yet,
6: mm-hmm. so I'm kind of just like still going with just it. Just
2: progressing up. with it. I don't think you're turned on. See it. Look on the bottom there and see if you're turned off. There we go. There you go.
15: Okay. Um, I would have to agree. Um, my piece is always changing. Um, actually, after today, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Um, take some stuff out and add some more. Um, Let
2: me interrupt. I, I hate to interrupt you because I I don't want to forget this question. Why?
15: Why why, yeah, why? Changing?
2: Yeah, what? What happened
15: um, that you
2: said? Oh, I gotta change that.
15: <laughs> well, uh, just repetition of piece, I think. Okay. Um, after doing a piece for a year, sometimes it loses a little bit. I think for me personally, at least, because I've been doing it so much that it almost becomes robotic. Um, so by changing it up a little bit allows me to bring new meaning to the piece and still makes it better.
14: Good.
18: I think I'm, I feel like I'm ready to perform when I can start with the first line and just stop thinking, just get into the piece, just go from the line, just fall into it without having to think, what do I do next? What should I do? I already know, like, this is what I'm going to do. I feel like at that point, I'm confident in my piece and I'm happy with what happens.
2: And when you, when you get to that point... And and you've been you've been practicing and practicing and practicing. You get to that point, and, and then you you change it up. Do you ever? I'm always curious about this. Do you have to stay with the same piece? You don't have So you can you can change. Have you guys ever gotten to the point of? Oh, nope. I'm done with that one. That's no good. <laughs> I got to change. Have you guys ever changed your piece?
6: so much last year last year was bad last year was literally every month I changed it because I just did not like it I just I couldn't find myself really enjoying my pieces and I felt like they just weren't up to par what I wanted them to be Uh and so I literally went to regionals which was the state qualifiers with a piece I memorized overnight Uh so I just this year I stuck to it I've done it the entire time so far so that's, that's pretty good but yeah last year it was changing it all the time
2: you know, it's interesting. We talk with Jacob and Jeremy, and I've, I've seen how they handle their forensics career, and I'm always curious to ask other people who are in forensics, how long does it take you to decide which piece you're going to choose? Is this, I mean, do you start two months before? Do you, are you always looking uh, for And and all of you have said I, You've chosen your piece This wasn't like Hey, you need to do this one How long did it take you To pick it out?
17: Um, for my poetry It actually only took me About one or two weeks Because uh, the author Andrea Gibson, Andrea Gibson I had listened to a lot And mm-hmm. I discovered The poetry I liked by her So that's the ones That I just chose And then with my uh, drama For my double um, I actually changed I'm going on to my Third piece this year Okay I started out with one, and it didn't really do that well, because I didn't, it was, it was weird to memorize, so I couldn't really memorize it, and then I got one, and I got fifth place up in Cheyenne, Wyoming with it, but then, um, I found another one that I felt was better, and I feel like I could do a lot better with, so uh-huh. that's what I'm doing now for this semester, so.
2: How long? It kind
7: of depends on, like, I guess, where you're looking at everything, because, like, I've been doing this for, like, a really long time, uh-huh. so, um... <laughs> When when we did our duo, we were actually planning on doing, like, a Frozen, and that was actually last year that we had started already picking out the piece and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I would say normally it doesn't, like, the day I really start looking is normally the only day I find it. Like, for my poetry piece, I was looking on um, poetryorganization.org and mm-hmm. looking at their poems, and I had found How to Be Perfect, and it just, I don't know, it seemed to click with me, I guess, that I really liked mm. it, and it really sounded like something I wanted to do. So
6: and For mine, so... I kind of, like, ish looked during the summer. I was like, oh, that would be interesting. I might, like, look at that a little bit. Mm -hmm. But basically, like she said, the day I, like, really looked one time, that's when I, I, like, found it. And, like, I kind of had to dig a little because I kind of went to, like, the newest because I didn't want anyone else to have it previously. I kind of had, like, the mindset of, well, last year he did it like this or stuff. So I try to find, like, the newest ones. But... Sometimes it takes a little bit long, but usually if I really, like, set my mind to find one, I'll pick one.
2: Does that ever happen, Kelly Jo? A, a, a competitor comes to a, to a coach and says, I saw this piece. I want to do it next year. A lot
5: of the times it was making me think about conversations I had with other coaches. Hey, my kid's doing uh-huh. Jimmy and the Bumblebee. Right. Oh, my kid's doing Jimmy and the Bumblebee. Oh, okay. Really? What kid? Well, my I could decide whether that kid's good enough and I'm going to change my kid or is my yeah. kid going to go up against that kid. Or, hmm, that, you
2: know? That's what I'm wondering. Do you ever walk in, I don't know what the odds would be of this, but do you ever walk in and there's six of you and I don't know how they choose the order. I don't know. It's I, random. It's just random. So let's say you're sixth. First team gets up or first person gets up and they do your piece. Is that is that is that hard?
15: Um, it is a little bit awkward. Um, because for poetry, at least, um, that's happened a couple times where it's not like the whole piece that's the same, but it's there's poems that are the same, and so it's awkward because you are you want you want to know if you are better than they are, sure. or if they're better I would. than you are, and you're better, then you kind of feel bad. But if they're better, then you feel bad too. Um,
2: Wait, you feel bad if you're better?
15: Well, because then it's like you kind of put them down because you feel like you're better at the piece and they didn't do it as good. And so... That
17: happened to me this year at uh, Cherry Creek. The girl, um, there's this girl that does almost the same exact piece as me. And because I do I do in Ashes and she Mm -hmm. does I do in Swing Set. And we're like the best of friends. Really? Because we discovered we do each other's piece, and mm-hmm. it's the factor of every time we've competed, she's gone to finals or semis, and I haven't.
4: Oh.
17: And it's I think it's a factor because the way she mashed them up with her two, I felt not necessarily worked better, but they coincided better
4: mm-hmm.
17: than mine did, because like, she like, worked them together and cut them so that it's... You don't know which is which, like, and it's a good thing. Like, they sound good the way she cut it. Mm-hmm. So it's like we'll see each other and we'll like we'll hug. We're the best of friends, but then when we go into the round, we're if we're together, we just yeah it gets bad. <laughs> we just look at each other.
2: I I didn't get to to you. Uh, let me let me piggyback at kind of the question of uh, how do you, how long does it take to find your piece? Is it was it hard or is it hard to find a piece? Do you think? Yes, it's very difficult. What makes it so hard?
18: You want it to be perfect, because if you're going to spend all the time cutting it, memorizing it, blocking it, working on it over and over, you want it to be perfect, and that's uh, kind of the issue I've had with picking my events. Um, this is my fourth year in forensics, and I've done six different events, Ooh. and humor is the one that I'm focusing on this year, but like freshman, sophomore years, I mostly did LB. Last year, I mostly did PF, scattered throughout were other events, but I think I feel like this is my chance, and after high school I don't know that I'm going to get the same chance. So I want it to be perfect, and I don't want it to settle for the first thing I come across.
2: Mm, that, that's, Yeah, that's, it, it's so interesting <laughs> listening to, to the different ones about, uh, yes, it's competitive. No, it's not competitive. It's. I guess it's because I'm a competitive person. I can't imagine going into a room and thinking, I just hope everybody does well.
5: Horrible oh, yeah, for me, has. isn't it? I think they enjoy each other and I think they can be friends. I think that there's still that. And I always was amazed as a coach where I couldn't get kids to come in and coach. Uh-huh. I'm like, why do you want to go and spend your whole entire Saturday and not be just stellar at this? You know? I know like, it. Come on in and let's get get.
17: get working Honestly, on. that's what's really good with my school. Uh, in order to Necessarily, not necessarily qualify, but in order to let them sign you up for regionals and not quals, is 50% of it is your win-slash-loss lo- ratio with debate, but also, like, how many times you went to finals round with. And then it's also 25% how many tournaments you've gone to, but also 25% how many times have you came in and practiced with your well, Let me ask you this, because you said this
5: semester. How many of you have this as a class or class school time, or is it extra,
17: strictly extracurricular? Uh, my school is you can. We have a class offered called Advanced Speech, which you also get college credit for, if you pass. But it's also if you don't want to, you don't have. If you don't have to take the class, you can do it. On
2: your now, in that Advanced Speech class, are you? Uh, do you work your? Do you, yes. you, you Okay, you work your pieces. I would say uh,
17: with the uh, NSDA website, the which has, they have videos and stuff that we watch, do assignments with that. So it's just kind of helping us with our piece and then also trying to practice our piece in class and not having to find time in our schedules to do practice. It,
2: it, it, like I said, it just uh, it just amazes me. Do you find yourself being competitive? I mean, really going in and... I think there's this, this mindset, and, and I'm sure that it's for... Everyone who puts themselves in a competitive arena—you hear it from athletes, you hear it from forensics—you hear there is this one side that says, "I just want to do the best piece that I can possibly do, and let the chips fall where they may." You know, and there's this other side that says, "I want to do the best piece I possibly can because I, I want to win."
18: I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, we do forensics because we love it. It's not necessarily about the winning, but it's what we gained from the competitions other than the trophies.
2: That's a great answer.
18: Um, I I think <laughs> That's a
2: great answer.
18: It's split a little bit between debate and interp. I feel debate it's more personal. It's this person versus this person. One of them will beat the other. Mm-hmm. So it's more competitive. You get into it when I walk into debate rounds. I know that this I'm very into the round. Uh, I care a lot about the outcome. But in Interp events, it's almost like each competitor in the room is separated and they're all individual. Their outcome doesn't affect someone else's
2: outcome. Mm.
18: So it's less competitive and more of a fun style for the Interp and Extemp events.
2: I'm curious and I want to ask all of you this because I, I came across it because I judged last year and it was fantastic. First time I had ever judged and it was I, I had a blast but again just like with anything there's that sheet that you fill out and i don't know do you guys get to see the sheets so there's comments this is what you can do this how hard is it and this comes across in every every walk of life i'm sure reading what I'm sure everybody feels is constructive criticism, but criticism none, none, nonetheless. How hard is that? Especially when you think, you know, what I nailed that piece. I nailed that piece. How dare that? Well, it, I, and then you come out, you don't, you, you don't break, and you think it was a judge's fault. I'd be a horrible forensic person, wouldn't I? <laughs> I didn't win. I got criticism. This stinks. I'm going to go be a library aide or something. <laughs> That's what I would end up doing. Is it hard to read those criticisms or constructive criticism or advice?
15: Um, I'd say yes, sometimes. Um, there's some where like you know that you have problems with that, and so if the judge points it out, you're like, oh, okay, so it mm. is really noticeable. Mm-hmm. Like For me, sometimes I have problems with being too quiet or too loud, and so, like, if a judge points that out, then I'm like, okay, yeah, so people notice that, so that's something I need to work on. But then there's, like, some criticism well, where it's like, I didn't think I did that, and sometimes it can be perceived as unfair criticism, and it's hard to read. <laughs>
2: Have you ever come out uh, of around one week, and the the comment said, maybe you could be a little bit louder. And you'd Go the next week and you've done. You did the exact same piece. You said that judge is whacked. I'm loud enough. I'm not doing it. And you get a comment that says, you know what? Maybe you should tone it down just <laughs> Because really, it's so strange to me this forensics beast that is left up to who's sitting in that judge's chair.
5: There's a subjectiveness.
2: There, there is. There is a-
5: what you your taste is, who mm-hmm. you are in your life, your age, your background, all of that's going to come into to play. Mm-hmm.
4: In.
5: And that that happens on whether you're going to judge. Do you like that movie? You, right. I like that movie. You didn't like that movie, you know, but it was the same movie, so that that happens.
2: Is it possible to, quote-unquote, play to the judge? Do you walk in and, it, I, I don't know with pieces that you are, <laughs> this is horrible. And I'm going to say it anyway because it's the Solomon and Hutt show, and if people have a problem with it, you can email Solomon Hutch at solomonhutch at gmail dot com. S A L O A N D H U T C H. I'll let them know that I said. But you ever walk in and say, you know what? I had this piece that was just rip roaring good, and man, I just, you know what? The person sitting in the chair in that judge's chair, man, they got to be at least seventy five years old. No offense, Jimbo, uh, <laughs> to the seventy to the seventy five year old. Sorry about that. So, <laughs> so, and you think. I'm gonna to tone this down a little bit because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play to that judge a little bit. Do you ever do that, or do you just say I don't care who's in that chair? It could be empty. Oh, we got some fingers. Did that happen? Okay. 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 Yes. yes. Oh. Okay. Yes. That does
18: happen. This morning, I had a judge who seemed to be uh, having hearing issues, so I knew I had to talk louder and slower for oh, my piece. Yeah. I never um, thought about that. I have a friend in extemp who, for one of his extemp speeches. Uh, His question was involving the the upcoming election, and he is a um, very conservative Republican, and Mm -hmm. his speech reflected that, but as soon as he walked into the room, the judge had an Obama mug and an Obama hat, and was clearly very liberal, and was glaring at
2: the speaker
18: the entire time. That's what I'm talking about. That's
2: what I'm talking about.
18: In debates, you can tell as you walk in and as you, like, make some small talk at the beginning, like, should I talk slow, should I talk fast, do I need to use words that a lay person could understand, or should I go for all the debate jargon? But in inter, you're already set when you walk into the room, you know what you're going to do, and you can't change it once you see the judge.
2: Jimbo, how, how long do we have until the next break? we got five. Is, is the next break the piece? Okay, uh, we're going to take a we're going to take a big break here in, in a few to, to uh, change out some things. We've got. Uh, let me make sure I get this. Is it Liz Coop? We're going to have Liz Coop coming on in, in the next section, who is a coach at Cheyenne Mountain, and going to be talking about that. Before we go to break, we have a coach, we have a, a former coach. I'm going to make you say it in front of them. How important. Is the forensics coach. Very. Very important.
18: Why? Well, the coach is the one who knows what to do. Uh, the seniors certainly know what to expect, but the coach has been around a lot longer than any of the students. The coach knows what to expect, how to act at a meet, what piece has been seen many times over the years, mm. what debate arguments work or don't work. They, they know what to do and they know how to handle a situation.
2: Anybody else want to weigh in on that? I agree with uh, Grace because
17: I feel like the coaches, because a lot of them, they will, they still judge tournaments. So when they go into a round to judge or they're just, because my coach uh, will perform in front of her and she'll write stuff down saying, this is what I think is good, what you need to improve on. So I think it's a factor of, they're writing down what a possible judge is going to write down for uh-huh. you. So they're trying to let you know, okay, so if you get a judge like me or that's going to say the same thing, here's what you need to work on so that maybe they'll write different stuff instead of what I'm writing that's
6: bad and you can
17: improve it.
2: What do you think?
6: I think it depends on, like, usually your de- like your coach has had a history in forensics, and it all depends on, like, what they did because one of our coaches definitely knows a lot more about debate than she does about interp so sometimes when she gets information I'm like why why would i do that like
3: uh-huh. i just
6: don't understand but then one kind of like really explains you're like okay okay that makes sense i could do that and understand so it kind of like depends on the coach's history but i do think they're like really important because they do give you feedback and they don't do it like you're not it's not like here where once you get the feedback it's set in stone like this is the This is the rank you're going to get. Well, they can say, okay, well, I might say that you would get like four out of that round, but let us do something to make it so you get like a two or a one instead of having that done here where you kind of have no chance.
2: Yeah. And so we're going to talk to Liz when we come back. We're going to take a break. But during this break, uh, one of the things that I did in preparation of this was to go on YouTube because YouTube has all kinds of of pieces. And uh, I was able to look at the 2012 national and there was a piece that I just fell in love with one because I loved the movie uh, but there is a piece called The Help and I don't know if you've seen uh, that movie but I think Viola Davis played in it uh, this particular piece that you're, that you're going to hear is on YouTube um, and it was the national champion in I'm assuming, I don't know how nationals breaks down but it's very dramatic so I don't know if it was duo, duo drama or just duo interp, I don't know uh, but it was done by uh, by two individuals. One who went on to be a forensics coach um, to come back and and help her school. Uh, it's fantastic. Thank you guys so much uh, for coming on and sharing. Good luck. Um, I don't know if you need to go see your postings. I don't I don't know I don't know what that is. Um, have you finished round three? Yes.
10: yes.
4: yes. Wait for so you're just waiting
2: to see if you made finals. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. When that goes up and you hear, does everybody just go? Yeah. <laughs> are you looking for a number? Or are you looking for a name? Um,
17: name. Here they have name and number. Yeah.
2: Name so. and number. So is this is this what is called to see if I broke?
17: Yeah.
2: To see if you broke. Good luck to all of you. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Liz Coop, who is the coach at Cheyenne Mountain. So stay with us. Right on the other side's break. You're going to listen to a piece that was done at nationals. Actually, the national champion in 2012 the help. We're you're listening to Solomon Hutch right here on Block Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
19: Taking care of white babies. Now that's what I do i and Roll Publishing, New York, New York. Now, I didn't raise 17 babies in my lifetime, along with all the cooking and cleaning. You said to write about something that disturbs me, particularly if it bothers no one else. Well, I like to write something showing the point of view of the health. You see, I was raised by a colored woman. Now, I know how to get them babies to sleep, stop crying, and go on the toilet bowl before their mamas even get out of bed in the morning. The colored women down here, they raise a white child, and then 20 years later, that child becomes the employer. It's that irony. That we love them and they love us, yet we don't even let them use the toilet in the house. Now remember, baby girl, you was kind, you was small, and you is important. But no one ever talks about it. No one ever talks about
10: it. Well, anything
19: down here. You're my real mama, baby. I love you. I love you, too, baby girl. Sometimes I feel like a motherless
10: child.
19: This is not a story about the American dream, but the American dreamer. Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. Because for America to know where we're going, we need to know where we've been. Sometimes I feel like Like a motherless child We need to realize that change does not come from stories that exploit the suffering of racial conflict A long ways from home Change begins with a whisper The The Help by Katherine Stockett
4: Whoa, whoa, whoa whoa.
19: It's Bridge Club Day Ava Yes, ma'am White women never say thank you to the Help, especially Miss Hilly. And Miss Hilly is... Well, Miss Hilly ain't somebody to mess with. I have to you, Aveline. Miss Skeeter. She one of those who talk to the Help, and Lord, do it make me uncomfortable. Hey, Aveline. Miss Skeeter, i get you something? know. Uh, um, Aveline, I'm the one to talk to you. I want to interview you about what it's like to work for a white family. Exactly what you think you're going to hear. What you get paid, how they treat you, the bad things Miss Skeeter. Now, I do that with you, I might as well burn my own house down. You heard about that color boy this morning, the one they beat with a tie-on for accidentally using the white I know but no it. one's ever written a book like this. And what if you don't like what I got to say? I mean about white people. Well, it doesn't matter how I feel. Abelaine. Yes, ma'am. Go get some more coffee. Yes, ma'am. Everybody knows they carry different diseases than we do. That's why I've designed the Home Health Sanitation Initiative as a disease-preventative measure, a bill that requires every white family to have a separate bathroom for the colored health. Separate but equal. That's what Governor Barnett says is right. And you can't argue with the government. Don't you agree, Abilene? You see, colored people are just so... Yes, ma'am. Ooh, Lord have mercy. I reckon I'm on Jewish. Oh, thank We're going to have to be real me. careful. you don't have to change my name. Of What? what I have to ask you. What changed your mind? Miss Hilly Holbrook. Ooh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We decided to meet our ableins, thinking it's the safest place. What is that? Um, when you're a girl growing up, you know one day you become a maid. <laughs> I, I have to yes, take ma'am. A man anymore? Yes, I, I did. It. Yes. And my mama was a maid, and my grandmama was a house slave. Yeah.
10: Yeah.
19: Did you ever want to become some man? No, ma'am. No, I didn't.
10: In in what does it Sorry, feel like that's to raise white
19: child? My when your own child's at home being looked after by someone else? A,
20: a it it
19: feels. Um, I I lost my own boy. He was 24 years old. That's part of a person's life. He he fell at the mill, and a truck come over and crushed his lungs. You know, that white foreman threw his body in the back of a truck, dumped him at the colored hospital, and honked the horn. There was nothing they could do for him, so... So I took my baby home. And he died right in front of me. You know, you know, anniversary, his death comes every year and I can't breathe. But do you all it's just another day of bridge. Look, I'm sorry, but but please don't give up on me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Then we begin to interview other maids. And talk to Medina Times with complaints of hard hours, low-pay, bratty children But then there are stories like Fanny Amos With white babies dying in arms Just that soft, empty look in her still blue eyes Just a tiny baby with a turn of hand wrapped around my finger, breathing so hard. Lavinia, My grandson was blinded by a man for accidentally using the white bathroom. Winnie. I was forced by that white man over and over. But then one day I snapped, and I fought till his face bled, and he never tried again. Callie. I just want every white lady that reads my story to know that saying thank you is so good. And of course... Minnie Jack, She evil, that woman. Miss Hila Hopper been sit up here with the devil himself to ruin as many lives as she can. Now, I know what I did to that woman weren't Christian, but there's something about doing wrong to that woman that make it feel right. She told everybody in town I was stealing, so I couldn't get no work. She said, Come work for me, Minnie. I can't pay you much. No, ma'am. No, thank you. Truth is, I'd rather work for the KKK. Well, Minnie... I told everybody in town you're a thief. You might as well work for me for free. Nobody's gonna hire a sass mouth and thieving nigra. Ooh, so then I went home and I mixed up that chocolate custard pie and I watched her stuff it in her mouth like she ain't never eaten nothing so good. I knew mean, you come back, Minnie.
4: What do you put in here that makes it taste so good,
19: Miss Hilly? Mm-hmm. Eat my shit.
4: <laughs>
19: what? You heard me, and I wouldn't go tackling on many either, or else you'd be known all over town. There's a woman who ate two slices of many shit. That's right, that's okay. Desk. Not one, two. What's going to happen when Matilly reads that last part? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> book's on the shelves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I can feel Miss Hillary reading our book right now. <laughs> and it sounded like she got to that last part. But when I go into work the next day, the house is real quiet. Abilene, well, good morning, ma'am. When you were turned my silver yesterday, there were three pieces missing. You can return my silver about tonight, or else I will press charges. I ain't no silver. Then it behooves me to inform you that you are fired, Abilene. I won't tolerate no lie. I'm no not silver. talking about the silver. I'm talking about those things you wrote. Maybe I can't send you to jail for what you wrote, but I can send you to jail for being Let's obscene. Listen, Now I know some about you, and don't you forget that. And from what I hear, there's time enough in jail to write every person in Jackson the truth about you. Plenty of time in the papers. Nobody would believe something you wrote. Negra. I don't know. I've been told I'm a pretty good writer. Already sold a lot of books. You. Stop. You. You are a godless woman. And ain't you tired, Miss Hilly? Ain't you tired of being so angry? Now, if you want to press charges, that's up to you. That was not I didn't think so.
4: Baby,
19: I love you. Baby, don't go. Baby, baby, I need you to remember... <laughs> You was kind, you were smart, and you is important. But Amy's got to go. Amy don't go. Amy don't leave. Amy. Hey, Evelyn, if anything happens to you, I don't Peter. know what I would keep up. Thank you, Mosquito. Nobody ever asked me what it felt like to be me. So thank you for everything. No way
1: You're listening to the Solomon Hut Show, Blog Talk Radio.
2: You're listening to Solomon and Hutch right here on Blog Talk Radio on the Road Less Traveled. We are at the Tiger Talker Invitational, which is the the one and only forensics meet uh, that is held at La Junta. Joe was talking about it in his, in his interview. They used to do, or he did it once, the La Junta, what did he call it? No, something at the Junction. The Junction Jubilee or something like that. that he did? Oh, and yeah. he
4: did? Was in an office tournament? Yes. yes. I, yeah. think
2: that's, I think yeah. that's what it was. And he had said, um, it's too hard to get judges. Again. Well,
12: you know, and sometimes
5: the Congress, their net Qualls Congress, and that calls will rotate to different schools.
12: Right. And sometimes
5: they bring it down here. Because it's, it's Traveling. Right. You know, Lahana has to travel. You know, other schools have yeah. to travel. We had uh, Congress one time over at OJC. Mm-hmm. We had a you know, former state senator as one of the final round judges over there with. Really.
2: Virginia. So that was kind of cool. Interesting. Cool for them. We've got Liz Coop here. Liz, thank you so much for taking your time. To I know that. Uh, my first question: You're the coach of Cheyenne Mountain, so go ahead and pull that up there to you. And um, you're the coach at Cheyenne Mountain. And I'm always curious about this. What do coaches do on the day of, uh, besides come in and talk at solo and Hutch, what do you do the day of a tournament?
20: Uh, whatever the tournament director assigns us to. Oh, do.
2: really? We're
20: just available and ready to work. So uh, generally new coaches are assigned judging mm-hmm. uh, so that they can learn the ropes. And mm-hmm. then uh, you might be at the judges' table um, helping to assign judges to rooms. And then you start to learn tab. So today, for example, I'm working in tab where we schedule uh, competitors and assign rooms Mm -hmm. uh, from round one to two to three, and then finals.
2: So, and and Joe gave me a few notes here from Cheyenne Mountain, and evidently you started with a small team. Yes. How small?
20: Well, small enough to some tournaments, I would take students by car because I only needed five seats. Um, to others, where we had the shorter bus mm-hmm. with a maximum of 14 uh, individuals. And uh, our measure of success is that here in January, we finally took the big bus <laughs> down here to La bus, bus drivers, yeah. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the students were committed enough to leave this morning at 4.30 a.m., mm-hmm. uh, which is highly impressive.
2: So how big is Cheyenne Mountain?
20: We have 1,300 students.
2: How big is La Hunta?
20: Uh We've about 500.
2: Oh, okay. So it's a big school, but for some reason, the f- getting. Well, what was the difficulty? What was the challenge of finding, of assuming your football team is big?
20: No, our team forfeited the last two games. Oh my gosh! They didn't have enough players.
2: Is there anything in Cheyenne Mountain that's just boy? That's what everybody goes for.
20: Yes, swimming, lacrosse, cross country. Okay,
2: so you have other. Do you have soccer?
20: We do. Okay,
2: so those uh, lacrosse and soccer, a couple things that Lahana doesn't have. Mm -hmm. So what's what's the challenge of getting kids to choose? forensics?
20: Well, a lot of it was simply visibility, honestly, and mm-hmm. uh, purpose. So increasing those two uh, helped to grow the, do the you team. you teach there? I do. I teach English. And uh, um, having students come from the junior high who were enthusiastic mm-hmm. Um, help to build a foundation. We just uh, have a team this year down at the junior high. I just got an email Hmm. from a coach who just started a team down there. So this will be the first year. Um, And so next year I'll be able to even recruit some interpreters because what happens is that our PF teams have taken off because Mm -hmm. people got excited about the competition and so they're passing that energy along to their peers and really recommending that team debate mm-hmm. and so our PF team we have seven PF teams here today.
4: Wow.
20: Which That's is a, <laughs> a lot. But we only have one foreign extemper. Uh our OOs did not come. Our we had two poetry sign up but they didn't come and so mm-hmm. um I still want more interpreters and hopefully I can um I I'm making those connections right now with the junior high.
2: And I had asked Joe this when I was talking, when I was speaking to him about uh, about being a coach. But I'm curious, from your point of view, what's the hardest thing, in your opinion, about being a forensics coach?
20: for me honestly learning the ropes because i ran cross country in high school <laughs> i had to look back at my yearbook to determine if we had a speech and debate team so you were
2: you were a speech and debater
20: i was not um but i am an english teacher so i did have that speech class in college so right. i felt comfortable enough with the speech but and and i love politics mm-hmm. and so um and and the news so the extemp and the debate is uh, especially the PF, um, I'm able to be familiar enough with those. The Lincoln-Douglas, the philosophy,
4: mm-hmm. um,
20: was a little new to me. Uh, and so just um, I, I had to learn to be comfortable enough to give myself time and space to grow. You can't learn it all at once.
2: Sure. And so it, it, you, you get to a certain point. Maybe that tipping point or that Oops, or, I lost the thing, or the point of critical mass where now you've finally got a team that's cooking you've got people who are interested uh you you get it under your belt enough so that you feel like you kind of know what's going on. What do you look for in a forensics competitor when 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 a kid comes to you and says I think I'd like to try that out. How how do you how do you move that that competitor from a point of interest to a point of participation?
20: Honestly, hooking them up with a varsity member is the best mm. way to go about that. Get them a mentor. Yeah, <laughs> because it's really those varsity students who can best communicate the experience because those students are the those participating in the competition itself, and so. Um uh, honestly, that's been the energy that's just trickled down.
2: We were talking to a bunch of competitors earlier, some from La Hunta from some from other schools uh but but the La Hunta group uh down the line used this phrase when I got into forensics, it was like a whole new world what are they what are they talking about i i I, I don't <laughs> they never really said what the beast was about do you know what they're talking
20: about yes absolutely oh, okay. <laughs> it's the jargon honestly oh okay i was even in tab today and you know being around more experienced coaches who have been doing this for 25 years mm-hmm. and for me i'm on year three or four and, mm-hmm. uh one of the coaches said i've never had so many students go one three or one four i've never mm-hmm. and uh took me a minute or two okay i'll ask what uh-huh. do you mean by right.
2: 1-4. One one
20: and it's pretty obvious when she explained it right. i had a student who was first place in round 1 and then third place or fourth place in round 2 and oh yeah of course yeah good bad rounds
2: right uh, of who 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 they're competing against in that round Mixed with probably who's sitting in the judge's seat that round and and uh, those types of things. So I want to ask you, Kelly Joe, because we have how long did you say? Only well, like three, or three four years. Three years, years, and yeah. so we've got twenty-five years. Um, I I ask this to Joe because it's it, it's amazing to me. We've had how many how many competitors sit in front of us uh, today? Each one of them different. Different in, in are, are we good? Okay, that that's fine. Um, it, different in looks, a class, gender, uh, probably politics, interest, whatever. What makes what makes that it factor for a when you look at a forensics kid much like an athlete, that for some reason that individual seems to place more, break more. When you look at it and say, what is the in- intrinsic value or intrinsic... Part?
5: See, I think it goes down to, and, you were, you know, and I was thinking mm-hmm. about this when you were asking, mm-hmm. it. for me, it's how they're thinking. Mm. And I think that applies to football. I, mm-hmm. think I have two football players and the kid who's out there can think on his feet and call the plays uh-huh. on the spot. He's going to be, even though they're both talented, physically. Right. I think it, I think you can see that. Um, what it did the? I should call somebody out here. The um, uh-huh. uh, Sound of Music recently. The oh,
2: Carrie Underwood. See, and I think yeah. if you
5: watched her performance. Technically,
2: uh-huh. she,
5: her acting was technically good, uh-huh. but I don't think, and people criticized her, she didn't have that that it's the fact, X,
2: yeah, the X was factor. That,
5: thinking. She paused in all the right places, but there wasn't the thought process for me hmm. going on. Uh, and how a how an actor or a student or an interpreter can take those words mm-hmm. and think them through and connect them. I think that. Yeah,
2: helps them. I does. could see the, I could see the difference, especially with Carrie Underwood. The difference between a musician who is acting yes. and. An well, who was the one that played? I mean, Julie Andrews. Mm-hmm. I mean, she—you—you you could see, okay, there is an actor doing her craft, mm-hmm. although she could sing pretty well. <laughs> Instrument of God, yeah, she had, yeah, that, yeah, that she could sing, but uh, but I see that, and so do—is that common in forensics, or or is that once in a I a blue moon true. where you say, oh. They're kids come excited.
5: with it. Some kids just have it, and I think you can teach it. But you know, and, and kids who understand, because I tell them acting is all about allowing you to see the idea formulate for the first time. Mm. And you've been doing this show four nights, you know, but it has to be the first time the phone rang, and the first time you heard it, right. you know, and all right. of that, that newness that they have to create, which is why it has to stay fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some kids, once you explain it, can get it, and some just can't. Uh,
4: mm-hmm. So
5: I think there are degrees of that talent that can be fostered. And I think they see it in other, they come here, the value of coming here and competing is, oh, I see that they did it right and they did it, and so I can now emulate Mm -hmm. that that I've
4: watched.
2: And so uh, almost 30 years of coaching here, but between uh, the two of you, somebody comes to you and says, our school doesn't have forensics at all. But I've had some kids that come have come to me and said, "We've heard about this forensic things. I ran into it on YouTube. It looks like something I'd like to do. How do you start? Where do you start in forensics?" Hey, come on, sit down. Come, get, Solomon Hutch finally made it yeah, in. Yeah,
0: we just finished our third round. Jeremy,
2: gra- grab, grab the... Oh, you guys can share the mic or you can yeah. grab the... Yeah. Here, no, you you're can, good, Liz. You you're the, fine you right there. Sit down power. there.
5: I think you start right where you yeah. said uh, with some models. Okay. If you can YouTube and watching. You can, you can get CDs the CDs of final rounds so that mm-hmm. can see what's best if they have no idea, you know, what, mm-hmm. are they a humor kid, are they a drama kid, are they a, a debater, yeah. a, a speaker, so you can find where they're
2: passionate. Liz, you had said that uh, you came into this as a co-coach? Yes. Now, were you there as a co-coach at the inception of forensics, or was forensics already established when you came in? No. Not, not established, I understand, but but they had a program.
20: They did have a program. It had just Gone through a lot of uh, coaches <laughs> <laughs> so, uh let me let me interrupt you th- let me interrupt
2: Mike, you then because i don't know turn it on is it on, what
1: else, what else, what
2: else? on that's so probably there you go uh, let me ask you you talk about that that turnover what burns out a forensics coach
20: uh, Saturdays? <laughs> <laughs> no burns out forensics? uh probably being the coach. <laughs> Loud debaters? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I think generally it's just that personal time commitment because it, it's time away from family. Mm-hmm. I don't have children,
2: mm-hmm. uh, and luckily
20: my husband is an ultra runner, so he's off in the mountains <laughs> today. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> it means he runs he long, a lot of long
2: distances. Yeah. Yeah. Long Salo around. sitting here is is, is in probably his father and is, is an ultra runner then. Oh, a weird.
0: He, he's a marathoner. Okay, that's not he wants a, to do an, an ultra at some point.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so time constraints, I mean, it 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 sounds like more than just Saturday.
20: Well, it is because there's practice after school and many of us are teachers, so we have at least that 40 hours and mm-hmm. then grading beyond that often and then practices in the afternoons. You mm-hmm. said what does the coach do? Mhm. How many essays did I bring to speech
2: tournaments that I sat in? That you said, and and did, oh, I can imagine. And then, I, because I'm married to a teacher, I know how important Saturdays are, and then that's gone.
20: And it's tough to recover on Sunday. One day doesn't seem like quite enough to cover the basis. In fact, my first year co-coaching, I took every one of those Mondays
3: off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe
20: that's why I'm still here. Yeah. the second year, I learned I didn't have to do that. I, it, it's like you adjust, just as with running. You, it, and I tell my speech and debate students, it really is an endurance activity, mm-hmm. uh, like an endurance sport. You know, yeah. That.
2: Well, we wish you the best of luck. We're going to take a break. Uh, next Saturday, I'm assuming you have a, another meet or.
20: Uh... Uh, we do. And yes. then
2: probably a Saturday after that, and we're um, we're
20: booked uh, largely team. through yeah. March. <laughs> I,
2: I want to say before you go, as a parent and a supporter of of the performing arts, but especially my kid being in forensics, thank you for bringing your team. Oh,
20: absolutely. Yeah. You know,
2: I mean, you didn't have to. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> we love
20: LaHunta. LaHunta's La home style. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> I, I've heard a couple
1: of people say that. They like they really love Lahana Meat for yeah. for some reason maybe because it's everyone so close together or you know, I don't know what it is because
0: of how easy the school is to navigate. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe hey, we're going to that prison school. <laughs> but thank you so much. Uh, we will let you get back to whatever coaching duties uh, you need to. Uh, good luck to all of your competitors. Thank you for being here. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We're finally going to get to this idea with Solomon Hutch. Maybe, Maybe. they're going to post finals pretty finals quick. quick. Okay, so, we'll hit it. And well, if we, we don't do make that. finals, we'll be back. So it'll be kind of sad if we. Come well, back. hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we can report on uh, finals if you can get us a finals list or take a picture yes. of the finals list. That'd be great. But we're going to talk yep. about the anatomy of this duo in interp. How do you build? Go. How, how do you go from this is my piece for Solomon Hutch? Eight hours later, this is, this is it. So, uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. I don't know if we're going to go grab somebody else, but thank you I think again. A couple people will yes, be. Thank you, uh, thank yeah. you, thank so, you much. so much. Uh, keep listening. Finals is coming. Uh, it's coming quick. So, uh, we're going to maybe, hopefully, report on that. Uh, the Solomon Hutch breaking news uh, there of uh, <laughs> maybe who made finals. So, stay with us. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk about the anatomy. Of a piece right here on Solomon Hutch, Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
14: Stay connected to what matters most with high speed service from Seacom. For the home, we offer access where you need it most. Whether you're looking for high speed internet or an in home voice package or both, Seacom has your house covered. Send emails download music and surf the web with the fastest service in southeast colorado our two-way wireless connections offer download speeds of up to 15 megabytes but with a fiber connection the sky is the limit for the business ccom offers voice plans broadband internet bsl and ethernet circuits our fully integrated metro ethernet platform segregates your data traffic logically at the switch avoiding the latency of multiple routers and quality of service overhead with only a single router between you and our nationwide backbone carriers you really will experience the internet at the speed of light we also offer point-to-point data links to connect all of your business locations and if you're looking for carrier grade data transport or dark fiber look no further than SeaCom's extensive privately owned fiber network we own and maintain our own network with more than twelve hundred miles of fiber and growing throughout southeast colorado so whether you're looking for dark fiber For cable, a dedicated corporate network, or carrier-grade data transport, CECOM has the answers. Visit us at ccom.net or call us at 1-800-657-7149. CECOM, world-class communications right in your backyard.
4: Just too hard. But day by day, without fail, I'm finding everything I need in every-
1: Listening to the Solomon Hut Show, Log Talk Radio. Breaking
14: news! <laughs> is this
1: on? Can you hear me? I can hear you. That's just fine. Uh, we I got can hear some you just stuff just to say. The, the news, really quick, is that our friend Isaiah Spinoza uh, made final final humor, humor for the first time, which is very yeah, important. He very was going to be here to
0: talk, but instead he has to go. Yeah, he popped in to talk,
1: and then he awesome found out he
2: was in finals. So. Sit on the bench, sit on that over there, grab that grab microphone. That. Turn, turn it on, down, down.
0: Benjamin, turn it on. Congratulations
2: to Isaiah. We are awaiting finals uh, posting. We have an individual out there prowling the halls to maybe take pictures of it and bring them in and find out who uh, who gets it. So. I didn't make what? it to drama finals. <laughs> you didn't make <laughs> I, it? I, that's
1: okay, man. That's
2: what
16: I figured. That is okay.
2: <laughs> but uh, did you feel good about your piece? Yeah. Well, there you go. I think it's the best I've done. Adorable. Good. What, you do? yeah. well, we're, what we want to talk about and again, we want to remind everybody uh, who's watching on soloandhutch.com, whether you're watching on UStream right now and, and seeing the actual video of us, uh, or you're listening on Blog Talk awesome Radio. uh We want to remind you that whenever finals. So, Kelly Joe, give us an idea then. Um, again, I'm Derek Hutchison. This is Kelly Joe Smith. Uh, Jeremy, uh, Jacob, and Ben. Jeremy and ben, Jacob of Jeremy. the Solomon Hutch. Give me an idea if they're posting finals now.
5: So if they've been doing it in waves, this would be the first wave. Yes. Uh, that's getting posted
1: now. Okay. The second wave. Is, Shortly after, yeah.
2: Okay, and then after, I'm, I'm assuming every. Does everything get posted, and then then you do then everybody goes out, or is like
1: you go as soon as it's posted.
2: So humor was posted. So
1: he's gotta go. he had had to go. got to go. That's it why he had to go. That's why he had to go, yeah.
2: Okay. How long will it take then? Because we've got an hour left on Blog Talk Radio. How how long before I awards think it will ceremony? Be
5: this is your first, oh, awards? first wave going into finals. That's an hour.
1: How long before awards? Uh, how long before our posting for finals? Mm-hmm. Within the hour, definitely. Mm-hmm. So Awards will probably be an hour after that.
2: Am I in... Uh, what if in... In twenty minutes if they post duo interp and you make finals, you gotta go.
1: Yep, yep, we gotta yeah, go. And gotta we're gotta sorry bounce. about that, but we have a job busy. To do. So I
2: guess my big question is who's watching that for you?
1: Hopefully my mother, who I said I go watch to see if they post finals, but last time I asked her to do that, she came back in here and that didn't happen. <laughs> so I I did ask Trainer to okay. ask for us, so who better to do that than
2: You might want well, to let somebody know that you're in here doing that. Yes. Yeah. So uh get on your get on your phones, your little doodads and, yes. and do that. So uh we wish you luck. Um so it, it comes in phase so humor and drama was posted, Ben, did you poetry think? Yep. probably poetry? Yeah, those poetry types got posted got posted. So uh they find out and away they go. Here's what I want to talk about and I'm excited about this. Uh and Ben you can weigh into this. Kelly Joe uh, absolutely uh weigh into this I am, I am curious about the anatomy of a piece. We've talked about pieces, competitors have come in. um, Is that the best thing to call them, competitors, participants? uh, Competitors um, have come in and they've talked about their piece, they've talked about how they pick a piece, they've talked about what goes into uh, choosing a piece and what I feel about a piece. I want to talk about what, how you interpret that piece. Now for you guys, Duo interpretation, yes. which means there's two of you, and you're interpreting a piece. It can be either what? Humorous or dramatic?
0: Or anything you want, but I mean,
1: that's
2: sort of the range of
1: experience. Those are
2: the two
1: things that they fall under.
2: Okay, so you find your piece. Yes. You've got it. Yes. Now you have to interpret it. Yeah,
1: and I think that's probably my favorite part. That's that's mm. my favorite part of the whole thing is the process of figuring out how we're gonna put our own solo and Hutch spin on it, you know, and and we we did it because um, this thing was so much different than yeah. our, our current piece. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting a text from my mom who oh, okay. is out out there. Okay, she's sending me pictures of things that don't pertain to us at all. So <laughs> but know. but it, but are they postings for uh, for humor and poetry? Okay. After yes. we get done with this,
2: we want to make sure that we report that to Yes, them. because if uh, we have parents, if we have parents, that's listening, very true. They, want to know. they
1: pertain to somebody, not me right now, but that does not mean that they are not important.
2: Right. <laughs> so you get your piece. You, you want to put your spin on it. How do you begin doing that?
1: I think we started uh, we needed to get ours memorized, like, the night of. And we we yeah, were shaky before, and we were like, we just need to sit down and yeah. do this. Yeah, the,
0: the very first thing, I mean, even before that, the first thing you do is is you just you read through it, mm-hmm. you know, to find out what, <laughs> what are the jokes. Okay. You know, yeah, where do I need um, to
1: emphasize you know. each point?
5: As a coach, I wouldn't even touch these guys until they had it memorized. Oh, okay. Seniors, they've done it yeah. before. They've had this experience. So and you work it out, and then you bring it back to me till a certain.
4: Yeah, when we time. when
0: we had a okay. when we had our first rough 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 rough, rough draft, mm-hmm. then we showed trainer, and then um, when it was solidified again, like well, this is how it's gonna be, then we showed him again. Um, but it was pretty much
1: you figure figure it out, yep. you know. And we have a distinct. I think everyone has their own style.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, What's for, the Solo and Hutch style? Um.
1: Ridiculousness. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The Stalin Hodge style. Well, we noticed that last year our piece was very lateral. It was very we were far apart. There's a lot of moving moving around. But this this switching year, switching people, you
0: know, yeah. football blah So watch. you
2: actually went back and watched Phil. <laughs> well, we just <laughs> game knew.
1: We We just knew. But it, but this year it's very stacked. It's very. Mm-hmm. I'm in front of you. and there, We're there's both a lot right times, here, and then yeah. we switched this way.
5: To that, or did the
1: piece blend
0: itself? The back? piece l- more blended. There to there that, are a in our piece there are one or two little monologues
4: that uh-huh.
0: that we felt felt a little better if one person was the focus and and what that ended up doing for us was it changed how sort of the piece feels it has it's has these two different sort of types of experience i guess one where we're talking and one that's sort of like a solilo- uh, soliloquy yeah. where the you know one of the characters is you know talking you know right Out here, and it and it punctuates, you know, part of the acts of the piece very, very well. Mm -hmm. Um, So we made sure that, like, we we emphasize those sort of moments. And
1: for duo, you're dead in the water if you don't move enough. That's just what it is. Yeah.
2: Ben, I wanted to ask for humor. You you got it. Yeah. yeah, Using your spaces and bring you in on this. You you have drama. Yep. Okay. Is it is it the same for you? I mean, is that process the same for you, or or is it different for each event, do you think?
16: That's, it really depends on who you
2: are. Like, there are, a lot,
16: there are a lot of drama pieces with a lot of blocking, and there are a lot with, like, very minimal blocking. It really – none really lend themselves to each other, and in drama, a lot of the blocking is just not written in. Like, people will just make their own blocking, like they're pouring tea or something. Uh-huh. Maybe that is
2: – maybe that is – I'm just – but let me ask you something kelly joe we talk a lot about in 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 television and in news reporting um a content driven piece if you talk about solomon hutch being a, a character does content drive character or does character drive content in other words do you take a piece because you had asked that question did the piece lend itself to that which which one is it is it more do you think does Solomon Hutch take a piece and make it theirs or do they look at the piece and say maybe we have to maybe maybe Solomon Hutch doesn't work with this and maybe that piece gets thrown out which one do you think it is is more content driving character character driving the content what do you think
5: I think forensics is more content driving the character. Character. you've got, when you heard somebody coming in with Junie B. Right. That's a known character. You you yeah. repeat it, and so that character's going to be in a different situation each time, whereas these characters,
2: this, the content is probably creating so, conflict
5: in with mm-hmm. the
2: character. Solomon Hutch has to find a way to fit itself into, what's the name of your piece? All, All about, about Al. Al. All about Sorry Al. So about you've Lampine. got it now. Solomon Hutch has to fit into All About Al. Yeah.
1: And at first, we're, we it wasn't the type of piece that we are yeah. used to. It, it's not over the top jokes. Um, it's it's very, very much <laughs>
0: different from last year's piece, yeah. which is was just ridiculous. Last year was off off the Laps. dang. It was wow. slapstick. Yeah. Well, and wasn't that
2: the was the altos, the altos. altos as opposed to the known, sopranos? Yes. Is more intellectual humor as
5: opposed
2: it's, to
0: physical? It's it's definitely both because we we really like physical humor <laughs> and the fact that you can't touch each other makes yeah, sometimes make funny. it it it's sometimes an advantage Yeah. you can leverage that to be like I'm not touching you, I'm not touching yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um,
2: ben, when when you were looking at your drama piece. Um, do you look at it and say, "I can, I can, I can see myself doing that"? Do, do you envision, okay, here's my drama piece. Uh, I'm thinking about it in my head. I'm looking at it. Or do you, and, and Jacob, you have said this before. Do you go online and, see, I mean, do you see what other people have done? How do you, how do you, how did you decide at this juncture of my drama piece, my dramatic presentation? I'm going to take my right hand and thrust it forward. Talk to me like I'm an idiot because, one, I probably am when it comes to forensics. I don't know. Or is it that just feels good to do that? Or do you say at some point in time, I'm probably going to thrust my hand forward, but by golly, I'm going to see how it plays out when I get in the room.
16: Pretty much the last one. Okay. (laughs) I I don't, like, unless I'm actually going for a specific part of blocking, I'm just Uh going to, just go with whatever feels right. Okay. As for
2: speaking it, I did watch a video
16: of a couple guys doing it, and that's kind of how I got how I okay. say it. Okay.
2: How about Solo and Hutch? Because I heard you. I, I know there was a lot of discussion about what if right here we did.
0: Yes. At, yeah.
2: at some point in time, isn't wasn't there a clock? There was or, for,
0: not not a clock, not a but clock? there was there was a point where we're moving
2: our hands. In, really in, in tandem, behind, yeah, yeah. yeah, one in front um, of each other. How do the, you get to that? How do you think? Because that's not in the piece. It right. isn't like uh, like stage direction yeah, and acting. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. for
0: for us, um, any large to medium movement is rigorously planned.
4: Yeah. But
0: to the second, to the, the millisecond for the comedic effect. Because when it's not, it looks it just looks bad. Yeah. When we <laughs> when we run accidental. through it, when we run through it, we say, okay, it's this beat beats this. Movement. Or you I know, move
1: on this word.
0: Yeah, this this particular word, this whatever. Um, I try and even plan out small movements when, when we're doing it because I guess for us, the way we like to do it is like a, a very well-oiled machine, and that's yeah. why part of why we have a lot of choreography
1: yeah. in our stuff. Because we when we look at duos that we don't think are, are very good, the thing that I think we look at is it doesn't, it looks... Sloppy in a sense; it doesn't look like you meant to do the things that you were doing. And I
5: think humor has to have a rhythm to
1: it. Yes, mm. that's a that's a really big thing. Everything that, like, that we do is deliberate. I did this so I could emphasize the joke
11: more.
2: So it, here here's your piece. It's it, from what I'm understanding, it's, it, it has many moving parts to it. But the two parts that I that I recognize to begin with is the spoken word and the choreography mm. of it. it. I'll I'll go back to to kind of what I was talking about with Kelly Joe does the spoken word drive the choreography or does the choreography drive how you speak the word am i asking that question i don't I, know if i understand what i'm saying yeah, I
1: would, I, go for it i'll it answer it might be the same thing the
0: the way i think of it is the the words will will definitely drive the choreography mm-hmm. that you use yeah. but then once you get into a certain sort of motion you you realize, oh, the line would actually reflect a little better this way. So it, it goes a large part in one direction and then sort of bounces back a little bit.
2: And that's where the interpretation part comes. Mm-hmm. Because n- nobody probably, no one probably does the same piece the same way. Yeah. That's the interpretation right. part. And, and it's of so it, cool.
1: Right? And like I always say, if you give three different pieces mm-hmm. to three different people, they'll be three different totally thing, totally different things and um it's it's really interesting to see everyone else's interpretation. That that's what I love about it is to yeah. see everybody else's because I would think how would I do that? And it would be totally different from what they would do, you know. You can take parts, rearrange them and say them at the same time as somebody else or mm-hmm. there's so much you
2: can do with it. Ben I was uh, I, I'm thinking back in my mind of watching different drama pieces. Um I remember uh, last year and the year before especially at Night of Interpretation uh Angel Lehad uh did some pieces and some of them can just just rip your soul. Um do you think that the drama pieces weigh are, are more dependent upon how you say word because I'm thinking back to, to at least her pieces. I'm thinking back to uh, earlier. We uh, during one of our breaks, we watched the 2012 uh, duo national champions mm-hmm. who had the help and the the way that they said the words. Yeah. I mean, it just it, it wasn't so much how they moved because with that you don't the, the have movements to. were yeah. evidently so good that they just fell in. But boy. There was a po- there was a point when, and and I'm sure the the piece lent itself to this because it was a very dramatic piece, but it was just like oh my gosh the way that they're saying that just I just want to I'm gonna lose it <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna lose it Do you Lay spend down, a lot Yeah Do you spend Crying. a lot of time on how you say things
16: Yeah it's all about delivery It is speech
2: after all yeah. Right Yeah that that's true It, it really is it, is that whole idea of what I'm, going, what I'm about to say is intended to move my audience to the place that I want them to be. Mm-hmm. Now, that may not be where they end up, um, but there's a, and I'm kind of curious about that. Do you ever think, with my piece, this is where I want my audience to be when I'm done? I either want them to be so jacked up, elated that they're just laughing hysterically, or I am looking to move somebody to a place of introspection. Uh, I, think I
4: think that that is something
0: that you absolutely have to factor in. You have to know what your end goal is. For us, our end goal is. Pretty simple. It's to have the audience be laughing so much that they're tired of laughing. Yeah.
1: I, for for me, adding on to that, it's it's almost a thing. I'm I want to share this with you because this makes me laugh mm-hmm. so much, and this was it's so much fun to me, and I want to share that with you. I want
2: to ask you this, Kelly Joe, because you're you're the drama teacher here, uh, here at Lahaina High School, and uh, we want to say that I think February 26th, 27th, 28th. A Midsummer Night's Dream. That is happening. Uh, Jacob, you are Oberon. Oberon. Uh, the, and, the uh, so we want to make sure that anybody who's down here in the Arkansas Valley who might be listening, Come February 26, 27, 28, Shakespeare's support Shakespeare's. the performing arts here at Lana High School. It, you talk about pieces like Ben's in drama. You talked about earlier, I think off the air, we were talking about how Duo Interp is kind of a new, mm-hmm. uh, a new beast type of thing. Is this speech, or is it acting?
5: Well, one of the reasons they went to the duo is interp- it was duet acting. People that was the event, mm-hmm. which they could look at each other, they could touch each other, they could, you know, and, and block. We had—they were given two chairs they could use. Right. Uh, which is
1: now that's uh, festival rules. Which yeah. is—it's called—it's yeah. called duet acting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They
5: still have it in the smaller schools that go to festival. Um, uh, but I think they made that delineation with the lesbian organization, and they wanted to make this more interpretive. Mm-hmm. And so that's
0: where they changed the way. And, rules. I mean, how do you make something creative that it's the process of adding constraints?
2: So, so both of you um, have acted in drama. Yeah, I mean, both of you were, all, all three of you sitting here uh, have done that. Uh, you were you were in the last production, Greece. Which Green. was fantastic, by the way. Um, when you're in the room, does it feel like acting? As uh, compared to, like, say, what you did on stage for Greece,
1: it, it feels more like playing. Than
2: acting. <laughs> if if if
1: if that's weird
0: to say, it sums it up
1: a little too well. I
0: wasn't sure how to say it. But is
2: that because you were so familiar with your piece? I did mean, it I feel of it. that way the first the time? P-
0: I well, yes, yeah. But, but I mean, not the very first time we ever did it. No. as freshmen, that felt like like there's a like a challenge. Yeah, like there's something to be done.
2: And I, now, go I would tell that uh-huh.
5: I've had uh, theater professors tell me. But they aren't that thrilled getting humor actors
4: humors oh okay,
5: humor in forensics is a different style, oh
1: definitely than mm-hmm. what
5: they want to see on stage and so they very
1: much become,
5: yeah. so humor humor now humor in
1: forensics kids is, yeah. that are
5: going to go into theater, they need to make sure that they understand those two oh. things, yeah,
0: because okay. humor in forensics is is very staccato, uh-huh, it's large it's very yeah. very much quick fast big um you know the the movements are very like schizophrenic right in how you're somewhere 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 somewhere
2: kale just came in we're trying to get an update here any more postings kale <laughs> um, drama
4: and
16: humor.
2: okay Dramas. just draw right now just yeah. drama and and humor ben does it feel like acting to you
16: no <laughs>
2: it feels it feels
16: like just speaking mostly. it's so it's personal. also it's it's, it's a yeah. lot more personal like whenever you're acting it's just on a stage with like can't quite see everyone in the audience, sure. and you have other people with you, and it's just like you know that all their focus is not going to be on you the entire time.
1: Mm-hmm. During
16: your piece, it's it it is. its five people all staring at you and listening to whatever you have to say. But it is a performance.
2: Sure, it is, yeah. it, it is. That's a performance, which is why I love it. It's, right, it's, it's definitely it's definitely shows. a performance. Um, do you... It, and again, I want to I take it back to the stage. 'cause that's and Kale came in and now we have four people who are in the stage here, all uh taught by Kelly Joe uh on, on the stage. Is there a different feeling? I I know they're different beasts because obviously there's different preparation. Um even though you're doing the same play three or four nights in a row, three nights in a row, even though you're 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 doing that and, and in forensics you're doing the same piece over and over again, is it is it different as uh, between?
1: I think I know what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. I think it comes for me anyway with the connection with the audience,
2: because right away, mm. it's,
1: right away, it's is that funny. Do you guys like that? You know, oh. and then you go out and you talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. with the with you know with theater, you you get that chance, but it's not it's mm-hmm. not immediate. It's sort not of, right away. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. In theater,
0: you can you know. Say your thing, and then you just have to trust that you got your message across. Whereas, uh, in forensics, if you're doing interp, you have no choice but to see it in the eyes of everybody in the room. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. did, did I did I do well? You have you don't yeah. have a choice. Yeah. You know, you can see it and feel it.
2: Would it be different? Go ahead, Kelly. Yeah, very small. Would it be people. different if they said, you know what, you got six teams, you pile in the room? At some time, six teams and a judge. I mean, granted, and and I think everybody would know that, although I think it should be much more celebrated and, and much more supported, um, you don't have the town showing up to watch forensics. No. Would it be different if they said, you know what, no more all teams in the room. You're going to come in as a team one by one, and the only person in that room you going to be that judge. Is it right in front of you? Would it be would, different for you? Y- it, yes. It would be
0: different
1: because it hinges I wouldn't like it as It hinges much. on one I guess it hinges on one person anyway, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter if you made the crowd laugh or not. It's about the judge, but I think that's part of it, part of being having a, an audience, you know, mm-hmm. even though, even though one person is an audience, it's it is definitely different. I don't think I would like it as much.
2: What if there was no judge? What if, much like our, st- our studio here, Kelly Joe's your judge, you're in a different room, and she's watching a monitor, and you go in and perform in an empty room? It's even worse.
16: You're just wow. taking away feedback.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Would that
2: be good? Feedback
16: well, fuels... I, I don't mm-hmm. think that'd be good. Like, yeah. not for drama, not for I humor, not for anything.
5: I think you would be stacking it for the more experienced performer. Yeah. So yeah. I think so. Yeah. Novice
2: who would freak them out. Yeah.
5: Got that energy.
16: You
2: just make the room out. all white, too. Yeah. Want, like, one, one, one big yeah, bright light. that racist? What's that? Oh,
1: goodness. I was wondering if we were going to take a break. Yeah, we're
2: going to take a break here. Uh, we got <laughs> so just, I can go check. We got, one, we got one minute. Jimbo's <laughs> talking in my ear. We got one minute. Uh... You guys can go check. When we come back, uh, hopefully we'll have a list uh, and Mm -hmm. we'll be able to to report to people and to to parents maybe who's listening on Blog Talk Radio, uh, a drama list. Uh, Jimbo, give me a shout in the ear real quick. How long is this break?
1: Oh, you know.
2: Oh, you know. Five minutes? Oh, it's burning. Five minutes. So we've got some... And if, some time. and if
1: we don't come back, it's because they Goodness. called post It's very good news because they called postings uh, in that five minutes That's Monday's right. Finals. So
2: we're going to take a break. When we come back, who knows? It'll be me. It'll be Kelly Joe. We'll see who else is in here. We'll just go out and say, you, come here. Let's yeah, talk on the blog I talk, talk radio <laughs> about forensics. So um, we're going to take a break. Uh, stand by. Hopefully, we will have a list of, at least right now, as Kale has reported, uh, drama and humor. Uh, or and, poetry, uh, too. Wave one. So stay with us on the other side of this break. Hopefully we'll have some things to report. And again, we want to remind you, if you want to see the award ceremony, stay right there on SalomonHutch.com, S-A-L-O-A-N-D-H-U-T-C-H, Uh When the award ceremony starts, it'll pop up on Ustream. So stay with us. You're listening to the Solomon Hutch Show right here on Blog Talk Radio.
4: I've lost my will
2: The sun peeks out over the horizon. A new day has dawned and a new chance presents itself. A chance to once again do battle. The lush green grass of the Midwest farmland lies in wait. Guarded by the beaches filled with the sands of time after time after time. You unsheath your weapon of choice and lash out at the enemy before you. And for hours you navigate the landmines cursing and praising in the same breath. But in the end, whether in victory or defeat, You vow to wake in the morning and do it all over again. Just four miles north of Marion, Indiana, lies a battlefield. A battlefield not just of bunkers and waters, but a battlefield of the mind. A battlefield where people come to discover the best in themselves. Where courage is tested as each round of the enemy is faced. Arbor Trace Golf Course. Come play around. Because in golf, the more you play, the luckier you get. You're listening to the
1: Solomon Hut Show, Blog Talk Radio. That
2: was Welcome back to the Solomon Hut Show right here on Blog Talk Radio. Jimbo, could you do me a favor make sure we're still on Ustream?
1: We're here, but it's not because we didn't make it to finals. It's because they haven't posted Okay, the we're still no on Ustream. Post.
2: Christine <laughs> was watching it on her phone, and I think probably when you get into a brick building and every... Could, stuff goes wrong. recycling. But uh, Jimbo says we're still on Ustream. Awesome. uh. Okay, you've got to have them. Okay, could you uh give us a reading here real quick? We got finals posting. Yes, finals, I can, these are finals postings.
1: Uh they just posted oh, I don't have that. But for drama interrupts finals are uh, Tara Hall, Ian Miles, Cassidy, Allen, Caitlin Season, Besson, Sage Brown, Tyson. Oh, okay. Tyson, Sage Brown, Victoria uh Hill-mulk. I'm sorry I butchered your names, but you know who you are and you and know Congratulations
2: Congratulations! how, how great you are to get in the finals. finals. The main mm-hmm. finals. So yes, okay, that was for wait. drama. That was drama.
1: Uh extemp. extemp. Finals. Uh Arabella Castillo, Bridget Parker, uh Corin Moss, Hank Sparks, Eric Woods, Helen Landwer. Congratulations to you guys for being super smart because extemp is hard.
2: <laughs> yeah. What else do we have? Poetry? Uh,
1: that is drama.
2: Extemp. Humor. Humor. Oh,
1: come humor. On. Come on, telephono. More.
2: We're having trouble with humor. Because <laughs> mom's sending me stuff. Okay. <laughs> Dave Wright just sending you stuff, right? Come on, mom. Hey, you know what we can do, too? Humor. Oh, you got them? Okay. I have go ahead.
1: humor. Go ahead.
2: Tyler Janowski. Yep.
1: me 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 is that it's is it me okay me creech brianne hasu lauren wadsworth ryan singh isaiah espinoza
2: isaiah espinoza Ooh. hey is there isaiah. any way possible you can take those pictures and put them to solomon hutch's facebook i'm sure i can do that now we're posting on solomon hutch's facebook if you're a facebooker go to solomon hutch uh, we are posting the finals uh, participants that we know of, the events that we that have been posted as of now, except for OO, I believe. Which no, OO
1: oh, we just got.
2: OO oh. we just got. So those are going to be posted. Jake's going to do that. Check on Solomon Hutch's Facebook. Again, S A L O A N D H U T C H, Solomon Hutch. Uh, believe it or not, I mean, we've just got uh, 20 minutes left, but we want to remind everybody. Uh, we're going off the air on Blog Talk Radio, but as soon as the award ceremony starts, be there. Go to SolomonHutch.com. Just keep SolomonHutch.com up on open. your computer. Uh, you'll see the uStream go off, but it'll come back on uh, mm-hmm. as soon as the award worry. ceremony starts. Yeah, no worries. It, well, there's a lot of well, we could worry. Yeah. <laughs> I always worry until it's up and you can a hear matata, things. Uh, man. But. Uh, on Solomon Hutch's Facebook, I'm going to be in there, and we'll be posting the name. Everyone that gets announced, will be putting it on there. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably, according to some of those names, will probably be misspelled, uh, but we'll be putting them on. We have there. the
1: names just. You just yeah. spell them in your head. Yeah, the hard part. That's,
2: that's exactly right. So <laughs> saying you, them in your head We were talking about, before we went to break, we were talking about this anatomy of a piece. So so finally you get these two things to be married together, this this idea of choreography and this guy idea of, of the actual piece, uh, saying it. And, and you've got these married together. How long do you practice it? And <laughs> This is a, ba- a bad bad Question for and Hodge I because they, I know what the answer is until time runs out because we've got to go to bed yeah. because we yeah, yeah. because we got to go to tomorrow's the the speech and debate. Sorry. How long did we practice it? Yeah. Uh, Friday
1: we, is,
0: is. Before
2: one. your first piece. Um, or before your first meet. Excuse me.
0: It was six it was, hours the night before. Yes, but oh. that is the wrong way to do it. <laughs> Please don't do it that way. Don't do that.
1: We the, have some the correc- experience, the but still way. we're dumb.
0: Don't do it that yeah. way. The correct way is to get it well in, in advance. Mm-hmm. Say this is the piece we're going to work on and have things like a well-oiled machine a week before. Yeah, like that. That's, the well-oiled the, that's machine what you really want. Before. Let me ask, yeah.
2: let me ask you then. How long does it take? Well, we're lucky, so 6 hours for the first meet. But how long does it take before it peaks? I know I know the goal is you want to peak at state quals or net quals yeah. or whatever but is there a is there
1: I have no hopefully idea. there
2: isn't a bell curve, but well,
1: in past experiences we've done pretty well at state qualls mhm i don't know when that when our I piece think peaks. I don't think is peak it, is it still okay. funny i, was gonna, I think I was it's still say, funny after it's I was still say, good i hope that
0: there isn't a peak because mm-hmm. the, the way that i always like to think of it is like you can always squeeze more out you yeah. can always get more from it, so you know? They be
5: professional about it. They have to... Every performance has to be the first time, and they have yes. to mm-hmm. There are actors that run months, right. you know, in mm-hmm.
0: a play, and yep. they can't peak. Yeah. Yeah. You have to juice it yeah. perpetually. And, and the way that Jacob and I fix that is that we practice it the right amount, that we don't, like, get sick of it,
10: mm-hmm.
4: but that
0: we still, like, you know, we have it down, absolutely down, but we can still, like see the jokes you know mm-hmm. but we we practiced the altos so much last year that we sort of forgot
1: it was funny at we one for, point yeah we forgot that it was funny which <laughs> we, and when
2: people would compliment like, us on our so piece it's so funny we're like, we're
1: like <laughs> which part yeah yeah
0: um and and you know we we try and you know bring it up to a new level every every single time mm-hmm. like for this meet there's two little things that we changed, but it, it makes the piece definitely slightly more funny. They just posted funny.
2: duo finals. They just posted Ooh. duo finals. So are okay, we both going to
0: well, go and look? Well, maybe
2: you don't have to. Maybe. Okay.
0: <laughs> yes, if we okay. come back, Good then luck. we did not make it, Good and luck. we'll keep talking. Otherwise,
2: uh, slide over, Kale, to come watch over the here. awards. I, uh, Cruzy? Oh, oh you're duo, too. You're going to go look. Cruising, you're going to stick around? Cruiser. Trainers here. He's taking off. Come on. That's, uh, that's that's a good sign. That's exactly right. I don't have my phone, so um, I guess we'll just wait. Um, I want to ask the two of you. Okay. Cruzie, um, could you uh, turn over there and make sure that that's off? I don't want to get any feedback I think I should, from I that. It off. Yeah, it's off. How long? Cruz, is oh. this your first year in? My first meet, actually. Oh, this is your first meet. Yeah. Okay. Just yeah, just hold on to it. Ben, yep. you were in forensics last year. Yep. So this is your second year? Yep. We, brand new basically. Yep. What the heck are you doing in forensics? Why choose this?
16: Uh, for me personally, it's my senior year. I kind of want to try and squeeze everything out of this last year, these last what, four or five months I have left here. So experience,
2: experience. Uh, 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 an adventure. I want to experience this. Yeah. And this was
16: some high-pressure stuff. I Really? Yes, yes. This was, this was far worse than the play for me.
2: No this kidding? Yes.
16: Well, how so? I, I, I don't know. The idea of – I've been on the stages. I've done choir. I'm in band. I did the play, and it's not as bad to be in front of five, six, People who all do because it's
5: so intimate. Yes, right?
16: it's yeah. so intimate. It's...
5: There's, there's uh-huh. just a few feet away. From I
16: didn't it. get close to finals anywhere. I did one round and then I kind of cracked under the pressure. I couldn't even. <laughs> I couldn't even make it to the second round. I, I, was, crack- I was so bad. I cracked. I did. I did crack. And um, what? Okay. Okay. I've been giving moral support to all the other teammates oh, all day. Good. Hopefully, I do do will that? come back. But I won't be doing poetry.
2: Okay. So you'll be looking at a new event. Yeah. Ben, what are you doing here? Drama. I wait, wait, no. I know that, Sorry. but why? Uh,
16: why are you here? It's Why fun.
2: choose forensics?
16: It's it's fun. How so? What's so fun about it? The community, pretty much. For hmm. Some reason I like theater. It's just you get to be around a lot of really fun people for a good while.
2: I will have to say, when 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 competitors come in and talk about this whole different world, or a whole new world. When you, when I walk out of this, your room, and okay, got a break, and you walk into the commons of Lahana High School, which is basically the center of the the school where they eat, and, and it is weird. <laughs> and I'll tell you why, why it's weird. Because it is almost like a community. You 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 see that different teams are kind of... Okay, this is where the team... But members of this team are going to visit their neighbors over here.
5: Well, and over there they're playing guitar. Yeah, exactly. They're going over here. I know it. Or, or,
4: we're
16: playing video, know. We were playing video games in the corner a yeah. while ago. Oh, yeah. Some people are taking other. naps. Right. A and lot of people are taking naps. I took a nap.
2: And what you what you would assume is that the three people sitting there playing video games... Are all from Lahanta High School, but you find out they're not. One from Lahanta, one from Pueblo West, from or, or whatever. It really is a a community of more so than I think in and I said this before more so than I think in any other competitive arena. I,
5: mean, I think the are are accepting. I think yeah. that we we we. Accept we recognize creativity and uniqueness, and right. we celebrate that. And um, whatever form that comes in, mm-hmm. I think those minds and that creativity like to spark against each other. And
2: yeah, it and really, it really is like that, and supportive. Yeah. Of.
5: I used to say <sighs> that all the time. My Stopping my humor. my older kid. When you heard that, when the, our other coach was saying pairing him up with a veteran, that notice right. with a veteran. I expect great things out of my upper class and mm-hmm. I Expect them to foster and be that person when they were freshmen, and they were looking up to that senior. You know, seniors are huge. And, you know, Christine would say that goal,
2: all the time. You know? Yeah.
5: Yeah, and I and and I think that that and I think we were talking earlier about uh, Mr. Trainer was talking about the community, and I think that starts sometimes with the coaches mm-hmm. and what their expectations for these kids are. Yeah, and I think that you see that out there in the commons. And and they're not trash in the school. They're not vandal. You know, they're mm-hmm. just good kids that that think.
2: It, yeah. Is there any? Um, it, it, you, you talk, Cruz. About okay. I tried first round and I just cracked under the pressure. Mm-hmm. Was forensics? Is forensics what you thought it was going to be, or did you have no preconceived idea when you came in to begin with?
16: Uh, I, I did kind of have an idea and it was nothing what I thought it was going to be. It's, it's way more intense and way more, I know, laid out than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all uh, this strict, there's times you have to follow and a dress code. No one told me to wear slacks today. I right. didn't know that. Right. And when I got in there, the intensity of, it, even though people were nice and people were, I guess, supportive, uh-huh. it was still very intense.
2: Yeah. Very competitive. Yeah.
16: yeah. Absolutely. I mean, after I bumbled through my piece, people were still like, you know, you have a good voice. And, you know, even though you were shy, it was still a good piece. And that's mm-hmm. And it's, it's really nice. I really like it, but it's it's some of the it's most the most intense thing I've been in.
5: You cracked you know, more under the pressure that you put on yourself. Yeah, yes. It you wasn't the
16: expected. pressure
2: somebody, It was my own expectations. That yeah. like, wow, yeah. I
16: did bad. I read through that
2: fast. What and, you
5: wanted to do. Mm-hmm.
2: But again, it's that whole idea of first time. Yeah. The that big learning curve. Yeah, big learning curve. First uh, time
16: always the worst time. Yeah.
2: So Ben, this is your second year. Yep. Do you come back for a third year? I probably will. Why?
16: Because it's, fun. Is, it, is it's it, fun. is
2: it still that idea? Because you talk about it, Ben, you're like that, uh, that idea of of it's fun. Uh, crew sitting beside you uh, probably wouldn't use that word right now. I mean, the pieces,
16: look, the point, how, two, three hours ago when I was like, oh, I just threw that up. It wasn't fun. <laughs> Looking back on it, it was kind of sure. fun. The oh. people out here are fun. It is a fun you also a missed fun one trip. of the most fun parts, which is the bus and like the ride back and the ride up. Yeah. I figured, and also yeah. Oh. it's fun with an aspect that you can get better, you can get more competitive, and you can eventually reach some kind of goal. It's like fun towards a goal, really, unless uh-huh. you're me and you just never practice. <laughs> but yeah. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I yeah, uh, I I knew it. <laughs> I, can't Joe. I knew you were the guy. It? Even, I, I, actually, even I, I couldn't retain any of my stuff. You're the people. guy that
4: does that. I'm just distracted.
16: you're
4: <laughs> crazy. You are. You're just in it for the bus ride.
16: <laughs> Pretty much. You're that guy. I figured if this Lahana me would have been a perfect chance to go be the first time because that's a Lahana. It's your hometown. Ab-
2: absolutely. And it did yeah. help a little bit. Absolutely. Just, and and I, asked,
16: I asked some of the other Lahana uh-huh. forensics team, and they said it felt worse to them. Really? And ben said that, actually. Yeah. Well, lack of windows really helps because if I'm well, stressful or if I'm like stressed out, I can just look out a window and I'll generally be fine. So the also, est- it's a good place to look if you, like, if the audience is really putting you off, like they're giving you this, the glare of death or they refuse to acknowledge that you even yeah. exist. Just look out the window.
2: Apparently, humor is this really intense. Competitive it it thing. can
16: be. Like it's not. I exaggerate. But so the Atlanta
2: Tiger Talker Invitational was not aesthetically pleasing to you. Nah. <laughs>
4: Even though you doesn't mean I gotta like it. Yeah, exactly.
2: I, I even put that in the promo about that we'll defend their house. This is, I mean, it, you're coming here. This is the home.
16: I'm defending it. I just don't like the house. <laughs> I don't like the decor choices. I don't like the decor
2: choice. It's so interesting because really the the number of people that we've had here who have talked and and I imagine if you went out and talked to to a number of them, they would all have different interpretations of this beast that's called forensics. And we started the show off with the whole idea, maybe we don't even know why we call it that, but, but speech and debate, uh, uh, this this whole idea of getting up. And and I've heard it said before, I've heard it on TV shows, I've heard it from, from just fantastic speakers. One of the most difficult things to do is to stand up and say what you feel. And and that's really to me is is one of the is what I see in forensics that opportunity to get up and say what I feel because those don't always match uh, words and, and emotions. How do I how do I how do I present this piece that I have to not only get the audience to understand the emotion that I have for it but also to get the audience to buy into that emotion. Um, uh, probably not unlike acting, um, but the spoken word, the power of the spoken word, and I think that's why uh, across the board people will say, it changed my life. It, it, it maybe Maybe I don't know it now, but when I come back and say, the ability to stand up and say what I think, to say what I know, to say what I feel... <laughs> is a craft um, that will take you a long way. And sometimes it's horrifying, and sometimes it's uh, not aesthetically pleasing. Sometimes it's... And and you don't always do it the best way that you can uh, or perform in the manner that you want. But it's a life skill that forensics is teaching, that the performing arts of a school... Teaches. And, and I, I know you can attest to that fact. That's why the performing arts are so important. I like
5: that uh, you were talking about earlier. I like that kids can hear the ideas and they learn how to refute the idea, not the person.
2: Right. You know? That That's exactly right. And my goodness, we know we need that mm-hmm. today. We need people who can... How can I still
5: work with you, even though I don't agree with even your idea? Even though I idea? disagree
2: with your idea, that's exactly right. We see that in in our, in our world today. We see that in our
5: Congress.
4: In our
2: Congress, it, it it it's it is a rare gift. Uh, we've only got a few minutes left. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this and then I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna swing it over to the to the to the former coach. And this is your first meet. You've been here two years somebody in your class comes to you and says, hey, I see you're in forensics, should I do that? What do you say?
16: Yes. Yes. I I also say yes. I actually, there was was actually a freshman out there today with his girlfriend who I've been talking to today. Uh And I saw me have my little freak out and I told him, look... I'm
2: sure you're not the only yeah. person, yeah, Cruz. Like, don't, don't worry don't about that.
16: Let this freak you out. Join forensic; it's gonna be—it's gonna change your life because yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, it's just a really like, especially if you're a socially awkward person, or yeah. even like that. It's just a very inviting crowd. Yeah, we're all really of the same breed. Like, like you're not gonna find awkward out there. I know it's perfect. perfect. It's great.
2: Even though you talk about it a little bit, Cruz, this this breakdown a little bit. Kelly Joe, I'm gonna give you the last word in all this. It, it—the word that comes to mind is emotionally safe and I don't know if the crowd is like that I don't know if it's that obviously it doesn't spare you from heartbreak it doesn't spare you from disappointment it doesn't spare you from meltdowns why a student comes to you and says I've heard about this forensics thing do you think I should do it what do you say to that to that student
5: well of course, <laughs> uh, of course I, uh, yes twice it. Uh, and it, You do. You have all of these life experiences that they've talked about in here, and and there is that emotional acceptance. Mm -hmm. Um, I bet in the midst of his breakdown, he had people that were saying, oh, my gosh, I can say to him, my first round that I ever went in was oratory,
9: and they didn't tell
5: me that there was going to be a class in there. And I had to three times to just get my body to walk into the door, and I forgot my speech, you know, so. (laughs) Uh that's all universal. Mm-hmm. Everything that they're they've talked sure. about uh universal and and I think that the experience, the friendships, the camaraderie, the life experience, all of that makes you stronger and better wherever you go. Yeah. Whatever you do.
2: Ab- absolutely. Kelly Joe, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being thank here. You for having it's me. just been fantastic. The time flies by. I I absolutely love and I I thank God every day. That there was a time, there was a moment in time, when Jacob chose between athletics and what I'd call the performing arts. He, he, and and it, it, it may be me as a father uh, saying, I think I think he would have been a fantastic athlete. He is a fantastic athlete. He would have. He would. Have, but I I thank God every day that he chose this path because it just it has made him a different person I'm sure Cruz it it, it has made you I mean even if if it's just the rest of the year for you for senior Ben I know it is everybody who came in here uh, universally
5: all walks of life all different people it opens you
2: up absolutely and and we want to encourage everybody uh, listening we've got to go that that, uh, blog talk radio is ending but again on soloandhutch.com uh, on it the, on their Facebook and especially on the on the web uh, website you you will see the awards ceremony we are assuming and we'll say this right before we go but we are assuming that since Solomon Hutch are not back they, they're, they, they're, they're they're in finals um, we, we wish everybody the best of luck it's their show but we you know we do wish them the best I of luck. Say, thank
5: you for you for coming here this is a lot of work to set this up yeah. And
4: I ruin your streaming class. this, well, streaming this
5: <laughs> to parents so they can see it, but just the experience of all of these kids sure. coming in made it important to them
4: right. and gave them
2: a
5: learning yeah. experience as well, so it's awesome. And it,
2: it, it is, it's just fantastic. So we want to encourage you, um, wherever you are, I don't care if you're in Colorado, I know Solomon Hutch has, they have a lot of followers in Australia. Uh, they have the little 8th grade, ninth grade okay. girls who just love Solomon Hutch. There's a little fan, Solomon Hutch fan club in Australia. If your if your school doesn't have forensics, push for it. If it doesn't, support the performing arts. It makes a difference. We've got to run uh, again for Kelly Joe and for myself for Jimbo, who uh, let's see, it's eight o'clock there uh, in, in in Indiana. So um, oh, it's seven o'clock. Excuse me, it's seven o'clock. <laughs> Uh, he he's stayed up, you know, he's, yeah. he's, he's he's he goes to bed early, so <laughs> I've kept him up. Him. We want to thank everybody for listening. Again, we want to remind you, stay on soloandhutch.com. Look for the award ceremony. It will be streaming live as soon as we get done here. We'll tear down a few things, take it in there uh, so that you can see it. So for everybody here, for Jeremy, for Jacob, who we are assuming performing their pieces, for everybody who's here and works so hard, Kelly Joe, for you, trainer. Joe, uh, Joe Trainer, trainer all, all the coaches who make performing arts uh, an important part, a priority. We want to thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. Encourage you every Saturday night, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, to catch Salo and Hutch uh, right here on Blog Talk Radio. So thank you for listening. Again, stay on SaloandHutch.com. So for everybody here uh, from the little town of La Hunta High School, I uh, want to thank you for listening uh, and encourage you to encourage uh, your school to enjoy freedom of God bless okay is this the
4: spark where it begins we found